something burning. Two talk show hosts will square off in epic battle. Sharif, Sharif, Rusalam. He can suck my Yeah, I, I'm a loner, man. I don't like people. Something burning. So if there's anything that you want to talk about, any kind of secrets or stories or fibs, now's the time to put it on the table, okay? Something burning. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Something to Burn. I'm one of your hosts, Sharif Reef Bussalam, joined always by Burn353. This episode's uh, guest artist is Micah Clark Ferretor. He is a freelance illustrator who specializes in comics, magazines, and role-playing illustrations. You can find him on social media at Micah Clark Ferretor. So without further ado, here we go. This is a good story. <laughs> Sorry. So what have you been doing, like, um, art-wise? Like I, I see so much of your drawings and stuff, but I mean, do you do you do illustrations for other people, or do you do it for yourself, or like what um, do you, what lately, have you been doing with it? Yeah, lately I just pick up a commission here or there. Um, for like this last, um, the most recent thing that I did was just a few, like a handful of um, t-shirt designs for a um, a new company that's producing cl- like clothing for you know like writers. Mm-hmm. So. It was a t-shirt design. One of them, you know, they were both like, uh, right, there was like a regular design and then there was the negative for producing it on a black shirt. Yeah. So I had to change it up a little bit for that. So yeah, I created a handful of designs and so half of them are for people that like to plot out their books in advance and mm-hmm. half of the other designs are for people that like to just wing it by the seat of their pants. So, That's so cool. that, was the, that was the latest thing that I did. Um, but uh, before that, like... Late last year, I did like a Mark Twain comic book. Yeah, it came out. Yeah, it was part of an anthology, so that was kind of cool. Um, so cool. yeah, I do I do drawings here and there, um, and I've done some drawings for uh, for uh, picture books, like children's yeah. picture books. So and you just like do, for, do you do those yeah. by commission too? I mean, do the writers just like seek out no. um, people, or how does that work? Well, um, they are they're drawings for. Um, books of my own that I've written oh, okay. that I haven't that haven't been published. Okay. So like the idea for if you're um if you just want to do uh I've learned this since joining the Society for uh children's book writers and illustrators um that uh if you just want to do art for a picture book mm-hmm. you um you send a portfolio to editors and art directors and then they like keep your name on hand in case a good uh, manuscript comes along but if you want to do if you want to be the author and the illustrator um, you do quite a bit more work up front on your Mm -hmm. project like you write the whole manuscript you do a make a little dummy of the book it's called which is basically like you thumbnail out the book and then um, you produce like a couple of finished pages so they can see like what your finished artwork is gonna look like so yeah Um, so I've Kind of, I've done a few of those, um, but you know, I've met with uh, rejections. <laughs> so that's yeah. the name of the game. Um, <laughs> so could you keep shopping those around, and and yeah, but like um, more of what I've been doing lately is actually uh, writing more. Um, I uh, so you're just like, writing out the stories more for for these books, or or yeah, just writing out I, ideas for new books themselves, or I do, I do, I do that. Like, there's a um, there's a challenge called, uh, well, 
there's there's two fun challenges in November. Um, one of them is uh, write a novel month, um, and uh, I did that uh, last summer. I got about halfway through um, the book I started writing. But the other one, which is a lot of fun, is um, picture book idea a day month, which mm-hmm. is where you come up with a new short little idea for a picture book once every day. Um, but yeah, like the I always see writing. those things on Instagram, like um, some people just like a sketch a day. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, that's so much pressure. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. I'm already doing so much uh, painting and stuff in a day. I'm like, to me, I'm like, just to do a sketch a day on top of all that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it's a ton of work. It really is. Yeah. Like I love doing, um, I love doing the ink uh, challenge. Yeah, October. I always see people do that. I want to do it sometime, but I've never done it because I'm like, oh, it's so man. much work. <laughs> it's a ton of work. Well, um, the way that um, the way that I've seen uh, a lot of people do it, it's super smart. I've never done it this way because I'm not super smart. But the <laughs> the way that I've seen people do it that's really smart is um, you you block yourself out yeah. some time, and uh, you come up with like a uh, come up with a real product that you're going to be working on all throughout Inktober. So like um, the guy who started it all. Um, he picks out like kind of a theme for his drawing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that he like pencils it all kind of in advance. Um, he produces a little piece of this drawing. It's like master drawing. He like puts a little piece of it together every day. So by the end, he's got a whole. He's got like a very. He's got like a large, kind of intricate, fun uh, ink drawing that people have seen evolve all month long. Yeah. And then he will color it like digitally and sell. Uh, black and white prints of it, prints and sell color prints of it, and it's a really fun way to to build kind of momentum all through October um, to to get to sell these prints, and you can take them to you can take them to like you know whatever Gen Con or wherever you want to go. Um, comic yeah, Con. free for you should you should do um, Inktober. Inktober. Oh yeah, yeah, usually, yeah you, well, you, he, yeah, I'll do it. You did it last year. Yeah, and usually like. I just cheat. There's usually someone comes up with a list for like a theme. Of yeah. Day, but yeah. 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 I'm not smart enough. I, I just, it's just for fun though. Usually. Yeah. I think. Yeah. But I mean like with your pins now and stuff, I mean, it's, it's kind of for fun, but not really. I mean, you got a opportunity to, to build that brand, you know, like yeah, I no, see that true. trash panda and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got pins coming out. I mean, you got stickers. I mean, you might as well just keep going with it, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's a great idea. I always find the Inktober thing funny because I'm like, uh, usually you see all these artists posting every day anyway, so I'm like, aren't you doing this anyway? So I don't get the whole stress of it, to be honest. Well, with you. Well, um, well, yeah, to me, it's like, like to me, for to do it would be, I don't draw anything ever. Like, I just paint, <laughs> you know? It's like, right. So to me, it, it would be on top of all the work I'm doing painting-wise, I would have to draw something and, you know how it is on Instagram. Like I would, I wouldn't just draw it. I'd probably do a video of me drawing it, and you know what I mean, so people can see me drawing it and shit like you, that. You would throw a kickflip in there too, like look at my skateboarding while I'm drawing. Dude, <laughs> you don't know how frustrating. I, you don't know how frustrated I am. I'm a 41 year old man who can barely skate, and I just am doing it for fun with the kids. I post one video as a joke. It gets four thousand views <laughs> oh fuck yourself people like i can't get that on any of my paintings i get like a hundred views 200 views on a painting that i work my ass off on but i barely do a kickflip 
and I get like 2,000, 3,000 views. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I give up. <laughs> I'm just going to skate. <laughs> you, should, uh, you should edit those videos and have a painting at the end. Like, I, would, I already now. thought about that. I thought about me standing on a skateboard and, and go to push, and then it cuts to a painting. I'm yeah. already th- thinking that. Did the old uh, skate videos do that? Like, it'd be a bunch of skating, and then there'd be, like, an ad, like, kind of in the middle. or towards Yeah, the or porn. Yeah. yeah. Just be sure the crazy <laughs> chicks with their tits out. And then all of a sudden, it would go back to skating. Yeah. I right. seriously, I have a skateboard video when I was a kid. That did that. It was like it was almost like a Fight Club. You know, in Fight Club, where they cut the porn into the children's movie. <laughs> Literally, yeah. there's a skateboard movie out there. It was like four one one video, I believe. And halfway through it, all of a sudden, it cuts just like that, and the cigarette mark and everything, and then it shows boobs, and then it goes right back to the skateboarding. And I'm like, what the fuck did I just see? <laughs> it was awesome. So, how many copies of that porn did you buy? Yeah, oh man, I just wore that section of that tape. I just got real <laughs> loose there, you know? <laughs> you got all the names of the actresses and stuff in, you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> just, hey, uh, hey, I got a story for you guys. Yeah. You guys remember this? Fresh Freshman year, that video store right next to my um, the daycare that I worked at in college went out of was going out of business, and I went and bought like... Fifty dollars worth of porn, and then I was selling porn out of the. I had a big box of porn, and I had kids come that I didn't even know come into our room and they knock, and then they're like, "I'd sell the porn for like ten dollars a tape at the time," and I literally got them for two dollars a tape because that place is going out of business. I made so much money; it was so awesome. Well, this is, this is That's how night. I met Chicken Boy. <laughs> Well, that reminded me of, uh, I can't remember that. I think his name was Ken. Yeah, Ken. Oh, yeah, was, Ken. Weren't you, I don't know if you were roommates with him or something or some communal. When you yeah, were in that he, one building. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, like, would record wrestling over, like, Girls Gone Wild tapes. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was like, Did you, you just, just paid, put the tape over it? Yeah, like, you just paid, like, 20 bucks or something for that. Why is there wrestling on this? What? <laughs> it was... <laughs> there's a there's a really uh, really ruined two things yep. um, <laughs> you really ruined two things here <laughs> a lot of questions were raised that day I think I, I walked I was like what is happening right now I think uh, I think a lot of questions were answered on that day yeah I don't, hey. well, I don't know why those tapes were popular but yeah that's that is a strange especially thing. for college days yeah uh, I have an was, art. I have an art room story that I want to know if I don't know if you were there, Clark. You were in okay. figure drawing classes a lot, but I took. I think I took one more than you did with him. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Do you, Do you remember when the homeless guy came in our our classroom and sat down? No. Or were you in no. that? Okay. I have <laughs> no. a story for you guys then. Okay, so. I'm sitting there, and I was the teacher's assistant. Yeah, it had to have been the last one, because I was the teacher's assistant for Ed, who was yeah. the figure-drawing teacher. And I was in there, and it was late. those classes were late at night. And that you know how that, that old art room was. It's all bay of windows and that one door. Mm-hmm. It was late at night. Everybody's drawn. We're almost done, almost getting ready to wrap up the last pose. And this homeless guy comes in, like obviously homeless. 
comes in, sits down amongst the students, and everyone just looks at him and just kind of like acts like it's not happening because they didn't know what to do. And mm-hmm. then Ed, Ed slowly goes to the back. You remember the back of the room was where the phone was. Like he had, to, he was in the front of the room, <laughs> so he's like looking at the guy and slowly going to the phone, but like trying not to be obvious. And mm-hmm. like, as soon as Ed gets the phone, picks up the phone. I don't know if the guy heard him or what. He, the guy just gets up and like scurries out and takes off. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh no, they've seen me. <laughs> and I, I was like, it was, it was funny, but like after. Words. I thought about it. I'm like, if that guy, well, could have he could have done anything he wanted. I mean, he could have just freaked out on everybody. It was crazy, dude. I didn't know if you're in there or not. I was telling my daughters about the story. <laughs> was he? Uh, did the did the guy like say anything? Or was he just no? In no, that was the kind of sat down. He was very much not. He was either on a lot of drugs or he he had to look crazy eyes and just like sat down and he sat down like he was gonna draw. Like he was gonna awesome. be a You're part of the class, to blood in, man. You gotta stay Dude, quiet. Yeah. Just, and yeah. everyone acted like he was part of the class for a minute because, like, we didn't know what to do. And I remember standing there, and I saw Ed, and then I'm standing there, and I'm looking at Ed, and I'm looking at this guy, I'm looking at these kids, I'm just trying not to <laughs> say anything or do anything. And then, I mean, as soon as the click of the phone, as soon as the receiver picked up, that <laughs> dude was out of there. <laughs> <laughs> so he's I, crazy, I probably, but he wasn't totally crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder if, uh, you know. Had I been in Ed's place, like, at, you know, the age yeah. I am now, probably would have just got the guy some paper and a pencil. Yeah, hey, you want to yeah. draw? <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, man, uh, you know, draw something. <laughs> and the thing is, like, who's Ed calling? Campus security? Those are children. They're just other kids. <laughs> other <laughs> kids. <laughs> right. Well, they had, they had uh, what was the name? Pink. Tank. Oh yeah, tank, tank, tank. That was about it. But he didn't care. Like every time no. I did a radio show, he would call and say, "Hey, play some trouble." Like, okay, Julie Cabot, <laughs> bomber, Motorhead. <laughs> he could have called up. Uh, could have called up Julie Cabot. Yeah, she had oh, some yeah. crazy stories too, where she like yeah, would do she uh, the sting operation. She like arrested people who offered her cheeseburgers for sex. <laughs> yes. <Dude>, what? <laughs> yeah, you didn't she, hear that one? <laughs> yeah, she worked no. in L.A. She was she was like undercover. And, yeah, uh, she worked at Vice. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> cheeseburgers for sex. I think. So. <laughs> yeah, that so they were like, like Hispanic song. guys that didn't have no money, but they had cheeseburgers, so they offered it to her. So she arrested them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, her job was to get. Um, you get Johns to say, like, I want to pay you for sex, and then, yep. and then she would arrest them. <laughs> <laughs> but what if they, But wait a minute, wait a minute. But like, is it legal to give somebody cheeseburgers for sex? Well, because that's I think not she really somebody. <laughs> well, I think she really had to think about that one because I, I remember her telling the story, yeah. and she was like, "Yeah, you're just offering me cheeseburgers." She's like, "Is this like? Are they want to? Is this a date?" Is this illegal? <laughs> yeah. I don't even. That's smart as shit. I don't even know if that's I don't even know if that's illegal. That's right. <laughs> he could just be like, no, I just want to take her on a date to McDonald's. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, do you get insulted? That maybe she got insulted. Like it's like I a dollar. It's possible that. I mean, it is kind of insulting. Yeah. 
Fucking no pickles. Dude, I'm amazed by this story. I don't know how I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah, I remember telling the story, and I was just, like, laughing. I'm like, fucking cheeseburgers. Like, why? Oh, man, she, she would tell those stories, and, uh, like, all the guys would be just wrapped. Their attention would just be, like, on her. And then um, she'd finish up, and I can't remember, uh, what was this, what was that guy's name? Um, he was one of the, he was one of the cross-country track runners, and he lived, uh, he lived kind of like uh, just down the hall from where you and Nate live. Oh, sure Paul had. or Paul? Yeah, right. Paul. <laughs> Paul. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Paul. When she was finished telling some story, he raises his hand. She says, "Yeah." Question in the back, and he's like, "Are you married? Would you marry me?" <laughs> I remember that. Too. <laughs> had to be Paul. Yeah, had to be Paul. Yeah. Paul would say to anything, dude. That kid cracked me up. <laughs> I mean, that's like a hell of an intro for a group of kids, though. Like, I used to uh, be yeah. Undercover. Oh, it was the best. It was the best. And she was teaching the girls the testicle jerk. Yep. Testicle twist and jerk move. She's like, this is what you do. What was this lady's job? I mean, who was this she was lady? Like head of security. Head of campus security, man. Yeah. Which it was weird that, like, remember her. let's go get this lady that was, like, L.A. Vice. That's yeah. crazy, man. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. I do remember her. Sure. I remember her because they had that thing. Do you remember when they had the beer goggles and you could drive a golf cart yes. around? Yep. Yeah. And she did it. <laughs> and she and she put the beer goggles on and she hit like legitimately every cone. <laughs> and I was convinced <laughs> that she just like didn't even try. She's like doo, 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 and imagine we're children. <laughs> she just seemed the type. She's like doo, doo, doo. she had a smile on her face the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I did the. Uh, I remember doing the beer goggle thing with the cones yep. and the little go kart. Yes. And I and I got all the way through. Didn't hit a thing. Yep. And the guy's like, "Huh? You didn't hit a thing? Are you? Uh, what are you used to that?" And I said, "Video games." <laughs> video games. <laughs> Drunken video games, man. Drunken video games. Rampage at three in the morning. <laughs> no, this was. I think the the beer goggles. Did that happen freshman year? Uh, God, I don't even remember freshman year. Yeah, I don't know, man. You're on your own on that one. Yeah, difficult. I remember it happening. I just <laughs> it was difficult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we lived it. I remember it was very difficult. <laughs> it was always the next day. It was so fucking difficult to go to class, to wake up, to move. <laughs> and then I always had... I had to run, dude. I hated that shit. <laughs> oh, man. You you seem to be doing a lot of stuff that you hated. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, yeah. I stopped it. But by, by junior year, I was doing none of it. <laughs> by junior freshman, year, I wasn't running at freshman all. Freshman and sophomore year. Freshman and sophomore year was just like, let's take a drink and let's complain for an hour. Let's take a drink. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. For sure. Hey, it was it was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. it was. Dude, I, I did complain because I hated running. I don't know why I did it. Like, I don't – like, when I look back on it, like, I had fun in co- high school doing it. In college, never. It was not ever fun in college, and I don't know why I just kept doing it. Like, yeah. they weren't paying me or anything. <laughs> I was like I – I did it for two years, and then I was like, fuck this. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> I'm not going to be an Olympic athlete. This is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at some point in your career, you just gotta go. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> and that's when I found alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> 
and a and a new professional career was born. <laughs> I mean, you could have been fucking Houdini too. You could all of a sudden you'd be gone all of a sudden for like an hour. Like where? Oh you? god, dude, I don't even know where I went half the time. <laughs> it's like you would go and then you'd come back with a new story and then going back to hating on running for no reason. You want to know a funny story? Here's here's the funny facts. Here's the facts. I hope my kids don't ever hear this, but here's the facts. Uh-oh. I did better grade-wise my junior and senior year when I was blazed out of my mind, fucked up all the fucking time. I was always working at the daycare, and I would have to work long hours there. I had no sleep, and I... I I performed such a high level grade wise <laughs> those two last years. I swear to God, that it, it, I was like, "What the fuck? How's that possible?" My first two years, my first year, I didn't even drink or do anything at first. Like I was pretty sober and everything for the first year, and sophomore year is when I fell off the rails. But like, but like my grades at those first two years sucked. And then like junior year. In senior, I swear, I must have figured it out. I was functional alcoholic. It was working. <laughs> I figured out how to make it work, man. <laughs> oh, man. Jody was just thinking about the uh, the daycare, like, uh, last week. She was, talking with her, uh, she was talking with her nephew, and uh, he was like, yeah, I don't know. He's just starting college. And he's like, yeah, I was looking mm-hmm. for a job, and I thought maybe I could get one of these, like, paid kind of internship things and he says but it ends up being like $30 a month or something because they put the money toward like room and board or something and it was some mm-hmm. weird scam and uh, <clears throat> Jody said you know what you should do you're great with kids you should work at a daycare that's what I did <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it was fun I had yeah. fun dude <laughs> she, she always had hilarious well you both always had hilarious stories from the daycare I, I and, had, uh, those wait. those kids those those little girls loved me because I was the only male teacher mm-hmm. and when I would go there they would do this thing where I'm like if they were good the whole time they would they would choreograph dance routines to Britney Spears mm-hmm. and as soon as they were done if they were good all day I would do whatever choreographed routine <laughs> with them on the little stage <laughs> to Britney Spears and the fact that I was a male teacher and did that. Because the female teachers wouldn't even do that with them. They mm-hmm. wouldn't dance with them at all. They, were yeah, they wouldn't play around Britney yeah. Spears. And then, so I did it, and then, oh, they thought that was the greatest thing ever. Oh, you yeah. Know? And then I learned that when I had daughters of my own, I did the same thing. I'd, like, dance with Britney Spears with them. They'll love it and do this. You know, it's like, you figure, <laughs> I figured out a lot of stuff on what to do with my kids by working at that daycare. <laughs> yeah, I, and, you know, uh, when I was... When Jody and I, had, we had just started dating, it was like sophomore year, so I don't know if you had actually been working at the daycare then or not. Did you start working there junior yeah. year or senior year? Yeah, it was my yeah, uh, it was one of those. sophomore year, yeah. But like, yeah, yeah, so like Britney Spears was everywhere, you know, your roommate Scotty loved Britney Spears. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh so without fun. a doubt. So, so, so uh, Britney Spears was everywhere, so I knew a bunch of Britney Spears songs. I went to go see Jody in Cudahy, where she was living, and mm-hmm. her little sister was just at the right teeny bopper age to be like all in in tune with you know in sync and britney spears <laughs> yeah. and all the whole mix and so she was doing the thing and it was kind of the same thing i started singing along with britney spears with her and all yep. her little cousins and they just they started calling me britney spears after that whenever i would go yeah. over <laughs> what's up britney spears <laughs> what's up britney spears and they would just grab onto my legs and like britney yeah. spears sing and dance <laughs> super yeah cute. exactly Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, 
we were in college. We were about what, 19, 20, 21, but we made really good 11-year-old girls. We really could yeah. Oh, yeah. pull it off. Yeah. We could pull oh, yeah. it off. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, we were emotional like eleven-year-old girls. I mean, we couldn't dress ourselves like eleven-year-old girls. Like, I always had mismatched socks and shit on. Like, what was I doing? <laughs> like, my life was a fucking mess. I was just like, what is going on? Yeah, we uh, we really pulled it together there, didn't we? <laughs> At the end, there, yeah. <laughs> I remember after we graduated, thinking, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Like honestly, I was like, did that just did four years just go by? What the fuck? <laughs> it was like fast. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Now especially senior oh, year seemed crazy. Fast. Yeah, I don't remember much of senior year, but that yeah. was a lot of drinking too, though. If I recall. <laughs> <laughs> senior year. So this was, this was the, uh, <laughs> the year of senior year was the year of. Uh, of perfect dark and um, oh, Mar- yeah. and uh, Marconi award parties. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh, Reefer, we gotta talk about the story. Uh, you remember this? The night of scooter night. The yeah, night where Clark, we, you were there. The scooter Clark. gang. You were there. <laughs> okay. Where? I don't know why we had scooters. To be honest with you. We we had those razor scooters, and we decided we were drunk. Like, how did we all have one? Yeah, I well, know. I mean, it was we a good way him. to get from top of the campus to the bottom of the campus. I don't know how we got them, but in it, I know we all, at least us three, had them. Yeah. And we mm-hmm. put leather jackets on. That, I don't even know where we got jackets <laughs> on. And we decided <laughs> that we were going to be a scooter gang on campus. <laughs> <laughs> and we razor scootered all the way down campus to the radio station drunk off our asses and and we i remember having a leather jacket on and it'd be a very warm <laughs> yeah it was just summertime or springtime <laughs> for sure and i remember passing lots of people that were very confused but they were encouraging <laughs> like they were confused but they were like yeah whatever yeah. is going on <laughs> was that just and i also remember getting to the radio station did Scott go with us that night? Was that the night that Scott fell off of the ground when he was sitting on the ground and he fell? He just fell down while he was already on the ground. <laughs> like he was sitting on his butt against. He had his back against the wall or something. And he, he was on uh, the ground. Let's rewind. Did he drink a lot at that point? No, he that was no. he never drank okay. at all. It yeah. was the first and I only was, time I think he drank. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I was just like, I don't think he drinks, but he's drinking. But whatever. He drank like all of two, three times, uh, all four years. Yeah, he just never drank. He was a good kid. <laughs> no, seriously, <laughs> it was amazing. I, the only time that he ever drank was when I would like do, be like, "Dude, you are so fucking stressed that I'm worried you're gonna throw yourself off the building." Would you just come out and have a fucking good time one night? And then he was like, okay. <laughs> you guys remember that kid did nothing but study, 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 yeah, study. He had a lot of studying yeah. to do, yeah. Yeah, oh, he did. Crazy. Him and Effie just studied those damn note cards. Remember we walk in my room, and you couldn't even walk in the room because there's note cards everywhere. <laughs> I was like, where are these note cards coming from? <laughs> 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 But anyway, so that night, we Razor Scootered down to the thing, radio station. I don't remember what happened at radio station, but then we Razor Scootered back. Yep. And when we Razor Scootered back, somehow everyone's outside, because that was the night I met Meredith. 
Yeah, that was think, a night. Was that a party night? There was a party that night, and that was the night that Meredith and her friend they came to a college party. We didn't know it. They, they were, she were senior. They were seniors in high school, and they came to that college party because she was just turned eighteen or some shit. And they were at the, but we didn't know because we didn't. So you they, know, you didn't know who was on campus, and who wasn't, who was the college kid, and who wasn't. Like, they basically uh, pulled that homeless man job and just walked in and <laughs> sat there. Like, hey. <laughs> they did. They were, she She was in your room. I, I met her in your room. Like, she was on your really? couch. Yes. Yeah, I don't know where she came I met from. Meredith because that's where I walked in and sat down. You know, there's a big, tall girl. She had curly hair. Yeah. Yep. Um, she would take pictures and stuff. She took pictures that night. She Meredith was hanging out with her, and I don't think she knew, knew Meredith. I think she just ran into her or something. It was like Meredith yeah. was like, "Hey, you know where a party is?" And this girl's like, "Yeah, I know where the party is." And it was like that. But then I ran into Meredith at that party. I met her, and then I was worried, like legit worried, for them to get home because we were all like, "These girls should not be driving home," <laughs> you know, because <laughs> yeah. they were drunk. And then. Um, yeah. And then we were like, are you sure you're going to drive? And she was like adamant to driving. Well, I found out later why. She had stole the car from her parents that night. So her parents didn't even know she was gone. Her and that girl were supposed to be sleeping in her, in her room that night. They they snuck out, stole the parents' car, went to the park college party, and then got drunk and then had to sneak the car back and all that shit. I found this out like way later. <laughs> 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 like I didn't even find out for two weeks how old she really was and and stuff. She would not tell me. I'm like, I know you're not a college kid. You know what I mean? I knew something was up. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy, dude. And then that was night two. Some other shit happened because I remember girls flashing people and stuff. It was yeah. yeah. It was, was a thing. That was that was crazy. Drunk on Southern Comfort and then high on weed. So I don't remember what the hell happened, but. I just yeah. remember turning around to Meredith and somebody else was flashing somebody and I turn around I'm like, Whoa, okay and then I turn around and then there's I also remember a couch being out there. There was a couch outside on the lawn. Like there's constantly had... a couch out there, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I just remember I can't remember her name. I always called her Big Bird for some reason. Big Bird. <laughs> Big like, Bird. She was like she was a bigger <laughs> woman. And she was just like drunk on the floor as like security was coming. So oh. like, you got to get up or whatever. She wouldn't get up, so I started kicking her in the head. I was like, get up here. We kick, keep kicking your head. And then the, uh, I don't know who the security guy was. He's like, she okay? I'm like, I guess so. I don't know. I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, college is so fun. So, uh, just like so. um, just like two weeks ago, um, or maybe it was one week ago. I don't really remember. We were Jody and I were down. Um, we were in Chicago and we were uh, celebrating turning forty years old with some of her uh, and her roommates' friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, we ate dinner at this really nice place on. Um, <clears throat> I think it was right there on Michigan Avenue, and. Um, it was the weekend of uh, Lollapalooza, also. Oh so, no. shit! So there was a lot of uh, a lot of youth, uh, you know, drunk and scampering around. Imagine. And I stepped outside of the restaurant um, to make a cell phone call to my folks, uh, taking care of my kids, and uh, I just wanted to check on them, see how the night was mm-hmm. going. So I hunkered down near this building, 
and kind of push <laughs> my phone up against my ear just so I can get a little better hearing, you know, so I can yeah. hear a little better. And I'm talking with my mom, and she's telling me about the kids, and blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> I get ready to turn the phone off. I hit boop, and the phone turns off, and then I feel this really heavy hand on my shoulder. Oh, no. <laughs> look up, and there's two police officers behind me. And the one guy's like, you all right, sir? You feeling okay? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> it was the stupidest thing. I did not look like I was at Lollapalooza. And then I would be. I was walking with, uh, I was walking with my daughter Ella. She's 11 years old. We we're walking yeah. toward the uh, the shed aquarium. And this guy comes up to us. And he's like, "Bracelets? Y'all need bracelets?" And I'm like, "Do we look like we need bracelets?" <laughs> <laughs> I've got a I've got a backpack full of snacks and juice juice boxes. I guess that actually does sound kind of like Lollapalooza. I've got yeah. a backpack of snacks and juice boxes, and we're gonna go to the aquarium. He's like, oh, "Y'all need a bracelet?" I'm like, "No, we don't need a bracelet." <laughs> no, we're good. <laughs> we're good. The fun thing was, we were driving into town. Yeah, we're driving downtown, and we see we see this small group of young ladies. They're kind of like three of them break away from the group and cross the street to run. The following three are like stumbling around. They're supporting a they're supporting one uh, one young lady who's seemingly very drunk. And mm-hmm. so Jody's like, "Oh my gosh, look at this! What do you think? Twenty first birthday party?" And I was like, "Yeah, it looks about right." about 21st birthday party. We turn the corner <laughs> and there's like a thousand more. <laughs> I'm like, it's everyone's 21st birthday party. And then we then we find out it's Lollapalooza. <laughs> One time, there's that little bar down the street from the college. It was just right down from like the, the hill. Um, yeah. That, you know, right down the hill. And, um, shit. What happened? <laughs> Is he gone no, now? Just, just cut out for a second. Uh, I think he's... Did he hang up? It's possible. He's, of course, making fun of him this whole time about, like, uh, charging your phone, which he always forgets <laughs> to do. I think... <laughs> I just heard shit that he was gone. <laughs> I wonder oh, if he, did he know how to get back? Oh, man. Yeah. We told the... St- we were told the story of the laugh to the bar because one of my friends was working and they were getting off and we were supposed to meet up. So I was going down there to meet somebody. I'm go- As I'm walking down the hill, a gaggle of like 20 at least girls come out with penis, like <laughs> hats on, like penis straws in their drinks. And dr- for one, drinks. They're like coming out with their drinks. <laughs> And like, you're not supposed to have open containers, and they're like walking out. Bartenders are tra- the bouncer guys trying to stop them all, but there's literally 20 girls, so he doesn't not getting them all. It's one guy. And he's like, "Girls, you can't!" He's like, just he's like trying to stop them all, and like these girls are wasted, and they all have penises all over them. Like one of them has the one I think is the bride or bride to be because she has penises drawn on her face with sharpies. Drawn on her arms, she had a penis hat, she had a penis on her shirt, and I'm like, what the fuck is with the penises? <laughs> like, I understand these girls get married and stuff, but was there obsession with penises at, at the bachelorette party? I don't get it, because the guys aren't walking around with vaginas all over themselves. <laughs> are they? <laughs> yes, they are, in fact. Do you, do you remember, you don't remember the uh, the late 90s, the early 2000s, every other guy 
was wearing the cowrie shell necklace, which yeah. actually is like a little vagina. Yeah, oh, it's true. true. Yeah, that is true. You know what else is like a vagina? Is white Oakleys. When you wear those oh. white Oakleys, <laughs> it just seems feminine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, as soon as you mentioned both those things, I thought of Stefano for some reason. Oh, my ah, God. Like, I saw this kid yeah. with white Oakleys with the those weird mirror tint, with the orangey mirror tint in them. And I just wanted to stop him and go, bro, <laughs> let's take them off, man. Let's put them down. <laughs> yeah, those, uh, what are those Jenko's pants on. Huh? Oh, dude, I love those oh, pants. Yeah. They were so roomy. Like, I know they look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they were so roomy, though. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I mean, if you're doing some serious Britney Spears choreograph choreographed yeah. dancing, you need the um, you need the range of motion. Well, you know what I loved about those pants, though, is the Jinko pants were so fucking big and baggy that they look almost like a skirt. Like, and all the raver kids was wearing and shit in yep. the '90s. Oh. But I, what I loved about them was the pockets were just as deep. Like, the pocket, you could stick your whole arm in oh, yeah. the pocket. Therefore, I could put a whole bottle of Jack Daniels, like, fifth. You could <laughs> fit a fifth of Jack in your pocket. I did. I walked into so many clubs. I walked in a bar with Jack Daniels in my pocket because you couldn't walk in a bar with Jack Daniels unless you hit it. <laughs> you know? And I was a broke college kid. I, didn't, I couldn't afford, you know, drinks at a bar and so I brought my own <laughs> <laughs> I was with um, Dirty Sanchez that night <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yeah we both had our own alcohol we met somebody at a bar and we were drinking we were pulling it out of our pocket and pouring it and then putting it back <laughs> in our pocket and people were looking at us like what the fuck <laughs> yeah. that checks out I yeah remember, I ended up uh... in Chicago and I didn't know where I was and he wasn't there like I drove there with him he had left mm. in the middle of the night with somebody, and mm. I was at somebody's apartment I'd never met before in my whole life, and he's not there. He's my ride, the only person I know at this place, and I wake up with all these strangers, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm freaking out, and I'm freaking out, and before I'm just losing my mind, and this is before cell phones or anything. I have no way to call or do anything, and then he shows back up. He's like, hey, you ready? I'm like, oh, God, thank you. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> he just went to go get coffee or some shit. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking with me right now? <laughs> I was going to say, I think probably the, I think the only time I actually went to a bar was from, for my 21st birthday. And that's with, with uh, Slotky. That's where he ordered that, mm-hmm. uh, that strawberry fruity passion drink or whatever oh yeah the <laughs> strawberry passion fruit daiquiri there you go i was like oh <laughs> remember we're sitting there and all of a sudden he ordered that we all just looked at him like what big black <laughs> took me to my 21st birthday party and oh my god i saw so much stuff there it was a movie it's like a 90s movie yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. do you got do you got did i ever tell you what ha- i told you that i had to have told i probably told you guys right after it happened it was the most insane party you took me to that I never. I've never been to a party since this party. That this is the craziest party I've ever been to. Like my twenty-first <laughs> birthday party, Big Black, like goes, "You're coming out with me," and I'm like, I wasn't against drinking, but I knew that like I was going to drink with you guys at some point. I had different people I wanted to celebrate with, 
and I didn't want to get hammered like right off the bat because I knew it was going to be a couple of days of celebration, you know. So I was trying to pace myself like a smart drunk. But <laughs> Big Black was like, Big Black comes by and he's like, yo, you're coming with me. And you just didn't say no to him. You just went with him. Yep. So I went with him and he took me down the street to this really nice house. It's right down by like the pizza place, like, um, you know, wherever that is down the street. And it's a very nice house and like a, a historic house. But when we went inside, there's like an extension cord running from the house next door. And you got inside and they were squatting this house. This house was like for sale or something. These kids either broke in or just were there. They ran extension cord from the house next door. We're running all the lights and shit in the house, the stereo and everything off these extension cords that were stealing from the neighbors. <laughs> and I come in there. There's a fucking punk band playing. There's a, yeah. I kid you not, there's a punk band playing in the fucking living room, where a living room should be. And then the, um, the, uh, that's when I met um, the, the Irish kid, Steve. Yeah, Steve. Steve, yeah. Steve, got, <laughs> Steve got naked. When I, that was the first time I met Steve. This was before I knew Steve at all. He was in the punk band. The mosh, they were moshing and stuff. Wasted. He t- starts taking his clothes off, and all of a sudden, everybody that was moshing moves out of the way. Everybody just moves <laughs> all to the away to the walls, and then he's in the middle, buck naked, moshing like going off to this band. The band stops, everything stops, and he's, and he's like looks around. And he goes, "What?" He goes, "I'm from Ireland." <laughs> 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 I swear. He goes, I'm from Ireland. <laughs> and they had all started playing again. <laughs> and everybody went back to dancing. <laughs> and it was fine. <laughs> and then, that wasn't even the crazy part. <laughs> so then I start, as I walk in, I've never met this man before in my life. And I never met him after. I never saw this guy ever again. He walks up to me, this big guy. He had to have been 35 years old. But, like, we were in our 20s, you know? I just mm-hmm. turned 21. He's like this man. Like, he comes up to me. <laughs> he looked like a biker. He had a biker. I swear, he had a biker um, vest on. He was like a fucking biker. And he's at this party. <laughs> and he fucking... <laughs> Dude, I swear to God. And he hands me a fifth of Jack. And he goes, is it your birthday? And I go, yeah. And he goes, happy birthday. And I go, what? And he goes, happy birthday. This is for you. And I go, okay. And that's what I drank all night was this fifth of Jack. I just was just drinking it straight out of the bottle. And then I end up upstairs. And I'm upstairs, and Big Black comes up there. And he's like, you got to see this guy's record collection. I'm like, okay. We go into this kid's room. I mean, this is a squad. They're squatting this fucking house. I'm like, record collection from, like, what, five records? Like, this kid probably lives out of a backpack, right? I go to this room, there's a, a wall of fucking records. I'm like, where is this kid like moving these records from when he's not living in this house? <laughs> but though, like a wall of records and like all these punk rock records and like really hard to find shit. This guy obviously, you know, stole a lot of shit. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> like he had all these records and I'm sitting in there and we're listening to this punk rock records and stuff. I'm like, oh this I was pretty interested, so I was hanging out in there and then all of a sudden I look off to the right of the room we're in and there's this door and it's cracked and I see this girl shooting up heroin. (laughs) I swear to God shooting up. Yeah. In the bathroom in there with this other guy. 
And then I'm like, whoa. And that, like, made me sick to my stomach. I was like, whoa. Like, what kind of fucking party am I at? But I'm already pretty drunk. And I'm already pretty into this record collection. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to chill. I'm not shooting up heroin. And I'm not going to shoot up heroin. So I'm cool. You know, I was like, she's doing whatever she's doing. That's on her. Anyway. So then later, (laughs) I see the same girl that's on heroin. I go off to the back porch to take a piss. And I'm taking a piss. As I'm pissing, (laughs) I hear somebody go, hey. I guess I almost peed on him. I've heard the I story now. Off the... <laughs> I remember the peeing part. Yeah, I pissed <laughs> off the back porch, and the girls and the kids were like, hey, and she was going down on him. The thing is, the girl didn't even stop going down on him as I was peeing. She just kept going down on him. So I fucked up on heroin or whatever. Just go down on him, okay? So that's I see her there, right? Then later, <laughs> I'm upstairs. <laughs> This is like 20 minutes later. I'm upstairs. And then at this point, I'm so drunk and I'm sitting on this couch. I'm into this couch. I'm like, like I don't know. I, I am a part of the couch. I cannot get out of the couch. I cannot get up. And I've realized that I, I, don't, I can't move. I've, I'm just so drunk. And then next to me is this girl. And she's kind of, I don't know, she's kind of cute. But just not looking at me or paying attention to me at all. Just sitting next to me. And then next to her on the same couch was this other girl with like kind of you know shorter hair, kind of butchy. They're sitting there and they're not talking at all. But I'm like something's going on because I'm like I'm wasted, but I'm like something's going on over there because I felt the couch moving. And I look over and this girl's fucking under her skirt, just fingering this girl, going to town. And the girl that's getting fingered right next to me is trying to act like she's not being fingered at all. So her face is just totally like, 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 like she's just trying to stay still. And then I'm so drunk that I'm like, I don't want them to know that I know, but what the fuck am I supposed to do? I just need to get up. Like, I got to get away. But like, you think you'd want to stay and watch or be a part. I just felt awkward. I just, I got to get out of here. Right. So I'm like, but I can't move. And they're going, she's going to town on this girl. And I'm like, okay, like I need to get up now. Finally, Big Black comes to my rescue, and he goes, Adam, and he comes over and doesn't even acknowledge the girls doing whatever they're doing, and he grabs my arm and picks me up out of, out of the couch, and then I was back on my feet again, and I was like, fucking thank God, and then we <laughs> marched out of there, and I don't remember the rest of the night, but that's all the part that I remember, and dude, that was the 21st birthday, that's so fucked up that I... I didn't even want to drink with anybody else for a while after that. I was just like, <laughs> it fucked with me. <laughs> yeah, some reason I remember the peeing part. I was like, oh, oh yeah, man. you must peed on somebody. I think I know that house, too. I think I went there once, and there was a rave in the basement. It's crazy that they did that. Like, I can't believe they got away with stealing all that electricity from their neighbors, dude. <laughs> well, that and then, like, the cops were always out, so it's, I, I was always amazed. Like, And there was a punk band. Like, they were playing hardcore. Like, I'm like, it had to have been loud. It had to have been loud outside. I don't know where the cops were. Like, Naperville police are, like, on everything. That's yeah. why I didn't understand that homeless guy coming into that, that school. <laughs> How is a homeless guy even in Naperville? That, that place is so locked down with police. You know what I mean? Like, that, get off the streets. <laughs> Dude, they would. You don't even have, you don't have your North Face on. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took my That's wife wild. down there. 
<laughs> or up there, and uh, that's what the first thing she noticed. She goes, "This everyone here wear a North Face jacket? Like yep. everyone? Like little everyone. kids? Yep. Like old people? Everyone wear North Face?" I'm like, "What is going on? <laughs> Do you mountain climbing or somewhere? Is <laughs> the Swiss Alps around here somewhere?" <laughs> <laughs> you fucking blend in now, man. It's either that or drive like an Audi or something. True, true. That's all mm-hmm. you do up there, man. That's uh Yeah, I don't you know. I don't know how you survived right college, man. I don't know how any of us survived it, yeah, at all. Yeah, because that senior year was pretty much a blur. Yeah. At least we weren't jumping out of three-story windows <laughs> like Dirty <laughs> Sanchez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that dude survived, so hey. I know. He only him. had swollen ankles, too. I, I'm pretty impressed with him. <laughs> pretty impressed. Oh, man. I remember, uh, going drunk stories, uh, <laughs> it was junior year. I was roommates with Carrie. I don't know if you remember him. Oh, I remember oh, Carrie. Yeah. Yeah. It was my birthday, but, like, I think we went out we were gonna go drinking out the next day or something like that or like the weekend or something but like that was the first time i ever seen him like drink and also he he pulled an atom and like just disappeared (laughs) (laughs) like whatever like you know just disappeared and you know you get that whole like oh that's your roommate so like hey that guy all right where'd he go or whatever so (laughs) and back in my back in the dorm room i'm sleeping because i was like well whatever gonna party the next day if I can knock on the door like at four in the morning, it's the fucking Naperville police with him. Oh my! And they're like, uh, we found him passed out face down at the Riverwalk, and I started laughing like hysterically <laughs> like, at the Riverwalk. <laughs> and they're like, sir, that's not funny. He could have like fell in and drowned. I started laughing more. They're like, sir, it's not really funny. He said it was your birthday. I'm like, if it's my birthday, how come I'm not drunk? And they just like <laughs> stared at me, and they're like, all right, good point. If it's my birthday, why am I not drunk? That's the best point ever. <laughs> like, they couldn't say nothing. Like, I was laughing at him. I was like, all right, well, make sure he goes to bed. See you later, sir. <laughs> if it's my birthday, why am I not drunk? I mean, seriously, though. Like, hey, you said it was your birthday party. I'm like, it's he's the trash. Most rational things <laughs> a college kids ever came up with. <laughs> yeah, they were stunned. Like, they just looked at me like, what? I was like, I'm not drunk. <laughs> What do you say to Matt when you're a cop? <laughs> yeah, they just are like, whatever, just take them. <laughs> whatever, just take them. Yeah, they <laughs> They're scratching their heads like, what fucking college kids? <laughs> I mean, but like, I kind of fell back and I was like dying laughing. They're like, he could have rolled over into the river and I'm just fucking dying. <laughs> like, <laughs> like everything they, every scenario they come up with is funnier than the first one. <laughs> it was, man. I was like, I've never like, seen this kid. Fucked him in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> like yo, I don't think, Reef. I don't think you've ever told a story about college that didn't end with, and I was just dying laughing. Yep, I fucking laughed at everything. <laughs> like oh shit, I'm you, you, you laughed at everything. It could have been, it could have been carried drowning in the river. Some, some random man slipping on an icy sidewalk. Oh, it could have been a dog pooping. You were just laughing. The whole time. Fucking true, man. (laughs) Like, it's. (laughs) I don't know. It's just funny. Like, oh shit, really? Okay. (laughs) Holy shit. That was funny. (laughs) Yeah, man. Like, I think. I think I remember. So, to go back to that crazy night, 
which I was still. I just remember I walked back into our room and there there's like tons of people in there, which I don't even remember most of the people in there. I don't remember pictures being taken, and I got in so much trouble because I was dating a girl at that time, and it's I got really in trouble because I was. That, yeah, there were so many people I, in that room, and that room was not that big. No, and it was our room too, and I'm like, who are these people? Yeah, because this is how I got in trouble. I came. Whoever took pictures in that room in that party that night had a Polaroid, and they taped <laughs> four pictures. I swear to God, they taped four pictures from that fucking party to my fucking door. I was drunk, so I was passed out. My girlfriend at the time comes back from wherever the fuck she was, and she comes to come see me. She goes to knock on my door. She sees these four fucking pictures on the door from the party. And I wasn't doing anything wrong, but they're one of the pictures, Meredith, it was right the night I met Meredith. Meredith was sit, just sitting next to me, but she was looking at me and smiling, <laughs> and I was just sitting there, right? That's it. I was just sitting there. there. I wasn't doing anything wrong or anything. But when she saw that, holy fuck, she, like, got so pissed off. I remember <laughs> that was, girl. She was crazy. Oh, it was a nightmare. I got a bunch of, almost got kicked out of school over all this shit. Teener, you suck, dude. Her dad was the one with that fucked up car with the brakes, right? Where we went to go do that job with the drywall. Yeah, like, and they act like I was, she used to act like I was supposed to kiss her ass because her dad would give me these jobs, right? But her dad would, like, almost kill me because I would be in this car that didn't have brakes. Oh, yeah. I remember <laughs> I did that, fucking, that one job with you. You did. You remember. That, wasn't that scary? That, that was, car dude, didn't have brakes. This, this, this braking thing was like, I was like, what the fuck's wrong with this car? Dude, it was scary <laughs> as fuck, Clark. I'm not even kidding you. Like, And I had to drive with this guy all the time, and he almost killed us so many times. <laughs> and, and then she'd act like, oh, you should be grateful. And I'm like, nope. okay. Yeah, it's great that he's giving me some money and stuff, but the guy's crazy as shit. <laughs> Dude, I even know how to ex- explain that car, man. I was just like, I remember, like, I was like, why the fuck did he get that fixed? He's like, oh, it's a lease or something. Yeah, like, it's I don't know lease. what it <laughs> It was, yeah. Doesn't that mean, like, the service is, like, built into it? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? It was fucked up, dude. It was so fucked up. <laughs> I know it was weird because I think we both sat in the back seat because I'm like, I'm not sitting in the front. Oh, it was terrifying. Oh, yeah, wow. I was terrified of that car. Uh, and, like, you would press on the brake. The brake would go all the way to the floor, and it would start <laughs> to kind of slow down. Kind would of. do that, like, stuttering thing. Yeah. It like, it never stopped fully, like, at any point. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, and then that was his car. Like that's where we like every job we would go to, and the dude was like shady too because like yeah. he would canvas the whole neighborhood with like these like I refinished basement shit, you know. Like he was just running this business right of refinishing basements, but he did everything half ass. Like when when we would go to do it. Like, there's a right way and a wrong way to put up drywall, and there's a right way and a wrong way to do shit, you know? And I and I had worked construction with my family, so I knew the right way to do certain things. And he had me put up drywall once and, like, put up, like, hardly any fucking screws in the drywall. Like, hardly any. Like, they, I don't, I'm like, dude, that's not good. Like, if some little kid comes along and kind of runs into this wall or something, this whole fucking panel's going to fall down, <laughs> you know? Like, like everything was like, let's scrimp on, on, on screws, let's scrimp on nails, let's scrimp on everything. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I just remember, like, what the hell does this guy do? I'm like, oh, well, we're getting paid, so whatever. 
I didn't even know because like one minute, like when me and you worked, I uh, worked on a golf course. Yep, we painted and then I would the be, shelter thing. And then I'd be, yeah, then I'd be doing um, something on a fence outside of a house, or I'd be glazing a window. <laughs> like every, you always had me doing the weirdest fucking jobs, man. <laughs> I don't even know how you got me to go with you. I think I was just like, all right, whatever. $100 bill? Yeah. You're like, hey, you're going to pay you. I go, you want a $100 bill? And you're like, yeah. I go, I can get you a $100 bill if you come with me. <laughs> I almost gave it back in the car ride. Like, what the fuck is this? Dude, if you think about it, you could have been my bitch right now because like $100 bill and you're like, all right, I could have put you in a container and shipped you off to a sex slave right. trade or something. <laughs> you don't know. Hey, you and I, I, so I could fully admit, I'd be like, all right. <laughs> I'd probably be laughing just about said, it. So all I have to do is stay in this shipping crate. For 36 hours, and I get to and keep get this $100 bill? <laughs> I fucking do it. The funny man. thing is, he would do it. Yeah, he'd be like, all right. <laughs> I'd be all easy money. You get out, and you're like, well, hey, where hey. am I? And you're in the United Arab Emirates or someplace. <laughs> I got a serious question, though. Why is a firefighter buried on top of the hill? <laughs> <laughs> Because he's dead. That's not a serious question. got to be another reason. <laughs> <laughs> that joke haunted you for most of your college I'll years. never forget that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why so, I told you that joke. i got to tell the story for people listening. So I'm sitting in the room and I'm wasted. And Sharif or some, I don't know if it was Clark or Sharif, one of you guys said, hey, Adam. Yeah, well, why is a firefighter buried on top of the hill? I'm like, why? <laughs> You're like, because he's dead. And I looked at them <laughs> straight me, face, at, and I go, "There's got to be another reason." <laughs> yeah, you were, you were philosophizing. <laughs> you were all sort of philosophy and everything, like. But the hill, I was like, now he's dead, man. That's it. Get over it. <laughs> I just couldn't rip. I'm like, he's a firefighter. <laughs> any sense <laughs> and then like two hours later you're like maybe it was something specific to the yeah. hill dude it was a couple of days you come back with like what about this I'm like, no, on fire no one's gonna understand this podcast except for us but i don't care oh. i'm gonna listen to this over and over again be like, what the fuck happened <laughs> <laughs> i uh when man like just this last week i told you we you know we went back and had that party and so we saw some friends from college and stuff and i was just thinking back and i was like and and to boot, like I see all these young people here at Lollapalooza, you know, downtown Chicago, and I'm like, oh man, I was, I was like, <laughs> they look like a bunch of clowns. And then yeah. I remember what I looked like. Yeah, and look like clowns too. <laughs> oh god, I was such a clown. And 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 then, but but that was that's the that's the surface. <laughs> then I remembered yeah. what I was like. <laughs> oh god, I was a I was a to the bone, uh, like a <laughs> worthless human being. <laughs> And like the, the kind of the Clark, we peed thing. on stuff together. Do you know that, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. While singing well, the A-theme yeah. song too, man. I will never forget running into Jody that night either. 
and I will <laughs> never, ever, for as long as I live, remember. I will forget. It was like running into our mom. It really was because she was so disappointed in us. <laughs> she gave us a look of disappointment that I've never had from anybody since. She just looked at us and shook her head like, so disappointed in you too. <laughs> and then you looked at her like, see you later. And then we took off like happy as larks still. Not oh. knowing that later we're gonna pay for this, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And then it, it, like it, it dawned on me that I think I was a I was maybe like a I think I was the really bad influence on on you, Hensky. I think your parents were right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were the one that gave me my first alcohol because I got the red rum from your room. <laughs> that, that, yeah. that alcohol that was I had true. at college. <laughs> That happened, but that's that's not what I mean. <laughs> so you're talking I, about the A team theme or I the think, rampage video game playing? <laughs> see, I, I think even um I think it's even like kind of lower key than that. I think a lot of those ideas were yours. It was maybe like me that was around that was like, Yeah, that is a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that did help. That happened a lot. That was always good. You know, I, but, I was but like, I mean, if you wasn't you, it would have been Sharif or somebody else next uh, to me saying, no, "Do it, it's Clark." I mean, give Clark all the props for yeah, this one. Give me some credit for that. All um, right, because he so, would always do that. Like that sounds like a good idea, but what if you did this? And I was like, <laughs> 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 well, and the the kind of the miraculous thing was is that, um, like uh, you know, y'all remember uh, Jody was very responsible. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And and she was she, a she, she remains she remains responsible. And yeah. yet and yet she you know I would say She's with you. I would say yeah, she was with me <laughs> when I was me then. Yeah, I don't And I then don't. and then like you know, fifteen years later, twenty years later, fifteen years of marriage later and twenty years of you know, being together later, um, she asked me like not too long ago, she's like, "Do you think? Do you think we've changed?" And I'm like, "God, I hope I have." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, I hope we have. Yeah, we've all I'm like, changed. I'm like, Jody, say you, yes, I, sir. I was like, I was like, Jody, you were pretty much nailing it then, and you're nailing it now. You, you haven't changed yeah. a ton. I mean, like, you've, you know, clearly, like, we've been, you, you know, you've lived an entire life since then. So like, she some shit has gone down. Most person I knew but, in college. Yeah, the most. True. Absolutely. I would hands down give it to her and Effie. They were both pretty freaking responsible. <laughs> but I would say, I would say though that, um, luckily, you know, luckily she's changed in one respect is that she she started dating me then, when I was who I was then. But she's still with me now, which is kind yeah. of miraculous. So like, I'm glad I'm glad that her tolerance has changed. I'm glad like the kind of you know. <laughs> so you're saying I, she's a, a I was glad she was an RA because she got me out of a lot of trouble because oh, yeah. she caught me so many times when I was in that the girls' dorm and I was not supposed to be over there, and she did not get me in trouble. And I, I mean, at that time they were kicking kids out of school, like boys that were caught in girls' dorms. They were just kicking them out at one point. And I was like, she caught me over there. It's like, oh fuck! And she's like, get out of here! And like, she never told on me. <laughs> well, you know, um, Jody and I, are, you know, we rem- we were and we remain uh, kind of romantic souls. And yeah. so, uh, you know, there's there's matters of the heart, Adam. And, uh, <laughs> so, sometimes, sometimes matters of the heart. 
Sometimes there's a sometimes there's a young man who finds himself in the girls' dorm uh, a little bit later than he should be. And yeah, well, I was on acid that night. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, I wasn't even meeting any girl. I actually went to the wrong dorm because <laughs> I thought it, I was looking for the kid that I was rest. Uh, it was one of the kid that I rest that used to wrestle with, and he was the kid, other kid that I was partying with that night. But we were at a party together, and he disappeared. And I didn't know where his room was, and I was trying to find it, and I got lost. And I, like, ended up in the girls' dorm, and right as soon as I realized where I was and that I shouldn't have been there, I turned the corner, and I run into Jody. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it was not good. And then she's just like, uh, you got to get out of here. And I'm like, okay. But I didn't know how to get out of there because I was lost. <laughs> and then she was like, yo, it's this way. And I was like, okay. And then I got out of there. But as soon as I got out of that building, I got lost again. I went to another building and got lost inside of that building. <laughs> I did not know where this kid's room was, but I was like, I needed to know where he was because he was wasted, like way wasted. And I was like worried about him. And it was freezing. There was a, like a foot of snow outside. I'm worried this kid's going to be face down and you know, river walk and dying. <laughs> So I was probably just paranoid. But anyway, I was just walking around. And finally, at some point, I gave up looking for him. And as soon as I gave up looking for him, I turned around the corner and I ran into him. <laughs> he was he was behind you the whole time doing the no, funny things. No, he was outside thing. smoking on a bench. Like, outside, like, where nobody should be because it was really cold. He's outside smoking cigarettes on a bench. I, I didn't even know he smoked. <laughs> Reef, you're, you're laughing at that. Reminded me, when we were in school... You told me what you thought was the funniest thing you had ever seen. You were at, you were in high school, right? And and this is not this is not the story about the person falling down the stairs, which I think which I think you cite as the second funniest thing you had seen to that point. No, you were you were in a, at a, a, a at a turn in the hallway. So hallway went down one way, ninety degree hallway going down the other way, and you were at the like you were at the vertex. You were there at the angle, and you saw some kid coming really quickly down one side and another kid coming really quickly down the other side and you said, you told me um, I knew this was about to be the best moment of my life <laughs> it's fucking true man I stood there like alright <laughs> like what's gonna happen oh alright <laughs> oh. dude that's just how I am like, I gotta see how this plays out I don't care that's funny. That, that tall kid tripped over the shorter kid. The fucking shit went everywhere, man. I was dying. Oh, right. I forgot they were different heights. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was tall it was like this tall, like, kind of basketball player. Like, height. I'm taller than you. And the, and the other one was, like, a nerdy, like, skinnier kid with, like, fucking R full of books and shit. I'm like, what is going to happen? <laughs> Let's wait to find out. <laughs> hey, in college, every time Clark would get drunk, he thought he was taller than everybody. Yeah, <laughs> and true. you went up to the kid that was like six foot five, and I don't know how tall you are, Clark, but you're not six foot five. <laughs> and you put back to back with him, and you're convinced, like you were one hundred percent convinced that you're at least as tall as him. <laughs> you get the back to back, and you barely hit a shoulder blade. <laughs> Big, tall, red-headed kid. I don't remember. Yeah, I remember that kid. I remember that moment. Yeah, I yeah. remember that moment. No, I, re I remember it, too. And I remember <laughs> that, um, that kid was, like, in disbelief, and like, but you guys were arguing about it. 
And Clark just kept going, it's Mardi Gras. It's Mardi Gras. But nobody's from Louisiana, so nobody gave a fuck that it was Mardi Gras in Louisiana. But Clark is like, it's fucking Mardi Gras. Nobody cared about him. It was awesome. And that was the night I drank red rum. It was a bad yeah, idea. Yeah. I also lost that bottle of uh, Ghost Lager. Oh, oh God. Like, Again. You, you drank it, and then you lost it for like a couple days, and it ended up being in your backpack. <laughs> and we were looking everywhere, like, where'd it go? I don't know. I just remember drinking in, in college, and this is how stupid I was. I drank Gold Slager. Like, I would get a bottle of Gold so Slager, I would drink the bottle it's of gross. Gold Slager, and then be drunk and sick, and then the next get, day go. Oh, I just, I'm not good with Goldslager. I must be, it's just not my thing. I must try vodka. And then I would just go <laughs> get vodka. And I would drink a bottle. And I'd drink it straight, like a fucking yep. idiot. You know what I mean? And then finally I got to Jack Daniels, and I was like, that's it. This is the ticket right here. Jack Daniels is the ticket. Because <laughs> it at least tasted a little sweeter. But the, I just remember being a dumb kid thinking, oh, it's not that the alcohol in general is bad for you. It says, oh, this specific <laughs> one is bad for me. <laughs> I like, remember, it was re- oh, so Yeah, my, my, my choice was just Southern Comfort because I remember everyone hated it. So I, mm-hmm. just, I would buy it because I'm like, no one else is going to drink it. So I'm good. Yeah. Jack Daniels the same as like if nobody had soda to mix with it, they really wouldn't mess with it. But I would just drink it straight so that they wouldn't mess with it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. We were poor, <laughs> poor choices. A lot of bad, uh, bad choices all around. Thing is, um, was it? Uh, I've been sober for 13 years now. Yeah. Just was it August 1st? Yeah, yeah. So I haven't drank. I haven't drank in in 13 years that's crazy to me <laughs> yeah no i don't drink like if someone buys me a drink i'll drink it but usually i don't so yeah yeah my wife doesn't really drink at all either like, she drinks but i mean she just doesn't drink hardly at all. i think i've seen her drink like three times <laughs> <laughs> it's like some people just don't drink no i mean yeah. i'm usually laughing and relaxed anyway so i'm like it don't matter yeah yeah plus i want to see all the stupid shit that happens now so i could be like yep that happened but i mean as I've told all my stories, I think everyone knows why I shouldn't drink. <laughs> Dude, they're still trying to figure out why the hell you're running daycare. Oh, my. You know what, though? Well, I'll have to say you, I was uh, a really responsible daycare teacher. As much as I was hungover when I was there, and I, that's not responsible. <laughs> but I took that job really serious because I was like, these are somebody's kids and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, I was hungover. That wasn't responsible. But I, I took that job more serious than the people that were there that were adults that were supposed to really give a shit about that job. The guy that was over the whole place was an idiot. Like I saved his ass so many times because he was doing so much stuff that would get kids hurt and just dumb stuff. He, cause he was just not a smart person. And yet he was the guy that was in charge, <laughs> you know? So it was like as irresponsible as it was, I, I was super responsible because I was like, I don't want any of these kids to get hurt or something because of something I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're well, smart enough to you, that, know you, that. You did love that job. I remember that. Even I like yeah. that job a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jody loved that job too. She, and she, I love. I, I still love bringing it up. When are you and Mister Adam gonna get married? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, because we were friends because we knew each other from school, so we would talk. And the yeah. other girl, the other teacher that was there, I didn't really know, so I didn't really talk to her. So that the fact that me and Jody even talked to each other, they're like, ooh. <laughs> it was like actually the other lady was crazy. She, like I when I finally I had to work with her, 
and she was an older lady and I was talking talking to her and then in mid sentence like she'd just be talking to you and mid sentence she'd just get up and just walk away and like not even finish her thought or sentence or like just stop talking to you and just walk away and you thought oh maybe she had something to do no she just just walk huh. away and leave wild I'm like what is wrong with this woman and she would do it a lot like you and she wouldn't just do it to me she would do it to a lot of people and like to the point that we'd all look at each other like did she just do that to you yeah yeah she did it to me yesterday <laughs> you know it's like yeah. like that I mean uh so that was the daycare te- other daycare teacher, you know. So. The, um, the kind of the the kind of the sad thing that Jody would tell me when she had that job, <clears throat> and it's just kind of a, the nature of the beast out there in the suburbs of Chicago, is um, you know if you get her, like she would get have kids in the morning when she'd be there like um, before her classes, mm-hmm. and the kids would come in and it would you know it's like six o'clock or six fifteen or six thirty. And the kids would get dropped off, and the parents would go off to work in Chicago. And then, like, she'd get done with her classes. She'd do some homework. She'd go back for the late afternoon. Mm-hmm. And those kids are still there. The kids, the kids have gone to school, and they've come back, or they're young, young kids, and they've been there all mm-hmm. day, and they're there until like seven that night. <laughs> yep, it's bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. Well, that one girl, she was one of my favorite students. She was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. She was actually too old to be in the daycare, but she was in the daycare from a baby. Yeah. So she was in that daycare from a baby and raised in that daycare mm-hmm. to the point that when I started working there, I thought she worked there. Mm-hmm. I thought she worked there. She was too young to work there, but that girl knew everything. She oh, knew yeah. she helped me do my job. You know what I mean? But yeah. like that she was raised and she, I remember it was so sad. She told me, she was like, I, I was raised in this daycare. I would go, what do you mean? And like you said, she was like, you know, my mama dropped me off in the early in the morning and then. I'm here all day, and then I wouldn't see her until late at night, and we'd spend a couple hours together, and she'd go to bed, and I'd go to yeah. bed and do it all the next day. And I'm like, what? So basically, you never got to see your kid. You know? Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah. what kind of job in Chicago is worth that? <laughs> well, I mean, the job you can get where you can still, you know, have a house. I guess. <laughs> like it's, it's really, really touch and go for a lot of people, but... I yeah, guess. That was, that was I don't know. It just really... seems like, man, I'd figure something else out because yeah. it just seemed like, you know, I guess. Be, I don't know. It's got to be Some a people just to make. Yeah. yeah. It just seems sad. I, I just remember talking to her and being like, man, you probably never see your mom. Like, you never see her mom. You know, it's so sad. I like we went from all these drunk stories to like a fucking super sad, sad moment right yeah, now. You can cut the sad yeah. one out if you want. <laughs> I actually thought, I actually thought like the podcast. The episode was going to veer back toward art with all the drawings. Yeah, we fucking. <laughs> That's all Adam's yeah. fault, man. I, we were man. talking about art, and then and then Sharif fell asleep, and then I was like, "Oh, we better talk about something funny." <laughs> <laughs> and then he woke back yeah, up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's true. I did want to know: Did you have any art art room stories that I I didn't know? Because I man, there's so many characters in that fucking oh, art man. room. Do you remember the kid that he was in a whole? A, Barry's painting class, this kid, this asshole, we had one roll of canvas that everybody got to share. And this yeah. kid, he did 100 canvas. I, there were at least 50 to 100 little square canvases. Oh, yeah. I painted that, yeah. them all white and then never painted anything on them because the class was done by then. So basically, <laughs> he, the whole class, he just made fucking little canvases and then didn't use them and we were all like fuck you dude like that's canvas we could have used everyone was pissed (laughs) i tell you what yeah i remember that and he painted them all white i remember barry was flipping out and then he brought in uh the kid brought in um 
he brought in a few that he had finished. He said, no, I've finished them. I'm working on like a series. Mm -hmm. And uh, this was, so you might not have been in for this. I wasn't there for that. <laughs> so he brings in, you know, a half dozen or so of these little, um, of these small framed uh, mm -hmm. canvases. And they're, they're all white, you know, gessoed white. And, uh, you know, sides and everything so that you can hang them right on the wall, like without yeah. framing them, right? Like it's a thing. And uh, he had on them uh, like a single, um, like really like broad and uh, really deep, like with a lot of paint applied. Like he would have like one, uh, Black like a brush stroke broke. on there. Like, 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 a, yeah. like a brush stroke, like calligraphy I style, did see you know? That. And um, I kind of dug it. <laughs> I was kind of like, I was kind of like into it. Really? But Barry was still flipping out on me. He's like, blah, 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 blah. And, um, you know, I, I love Barry. I respect him a lot. I think he was just pissed that, like, he didn't run the yeah. idea past him first. Um, and he didn't finish it either. Like, and he didn't it finish been, it. Well, yeah, he didn't Like, if he would have did those brush strokes on every single one of those canvases yeah. and then hung them on, up on a wall together, yeah. then he would have did something. He would have accomplished something. But I think Barry's so pissed, like the rest of us, yeah. that, dude, you you didn't even use it all. You didn't, like, didn't, do one at a time. Yeah, he didn't finish it. <laughs> yeah, and, it's, and so, like, yeah. I don't even think, like, I think because... I think because it was like the class's canvas, I think Barry ended up like giving him probably like a zero for it. Um, oh, I think Jesus. if he had probably like, you know, put some of his own like materials into the project, I think Barry would have given him like a work in progress like grade. Like, oh, I can see what you're going for. It's getting there. You know, you get like a C or whatever. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, or even a B. I mean, Barry was pretty generous with that kind of thing. Oh yeah, um, I remember. But I think uh, it was. Remember Ron. Oh yeah. <laughs> we won't say his last name, but oh, yeah. we'll just say Ron. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the spray painted uh, plexiglass? Oh yeah. He's, this this kid, or not a kid, he was a man. He was like <laughs> his thirties or something. And like, like he spray painted a piece man. of plex. He spray painted a piece of plexiglass red on one side, and then like black on the other or something. And then, like, had a smudge or something so that you could see on the black side, you could see the red through or something. And, like, and that was, like, and then he did another one with a face. And I'm, like, but it didn't, it wasn't, like, I don't know. It was just stupid. It was just spray-painted plexiglass and it didn't look like anything. And it wasn't, like, it literally was just dumb. I can, <laughs> I can remember you constantly being jealous of Ron's talent. And to the yeah. effort that he put into his work, I I remember like you would follow around like nip at his heels like yip, 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 I remember just trying to get his attention. You idolized. I remember him, somebody I won't I won't name names. Adam <laughs> cut his picture in half. I cut his picture in half in that class because he he got he went to Ron or he went to um, Barry who was the teacher of the class. And was like, I don't know, I, I was making fun of his, some drawing that he made or something, and <laughs> he got all upset. So he went to Barry, and he was like, who's making fun of me doing this? And so Barry sat me down and talked to me after class one day. And I'm like, fuck this kid after that. I was like, fuck this kid. He can't even take a joke. And then um, we were supposed to turn our drawings in right next to like over by the paper cutter, but not on the paper cutter. Oh, no. And this idiot throws, puts it, turns his drawing in on the paper cutter. And I go up there, and I'm like, I'm cutting this in half. <laughs> and I just like slid it over, and went shh. 
right in front of him. <laughs> and, then, and then I looked at him, and I winked at him, and I went and sat back down. <laughs> he lost his freaking mind and then got me in trouble with Barry again and all that stuff. But Barry always did the same thing. He would set me, he'd take me to his office and be like, why'd you do it? And he was so upset, but he wasn't mm-hmm. mad at me. He was just like, upset that he had to talk to me and he was like <laughs> what why did you do that and he was like he was so uncaring and understanding just, why would you do that and i would tell him i'm like he's a jerk he like does this 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 and this and then he he shouldn't even be here and then he's like but you can't do that <laughs> and then i was like but i did <laughs> but i just didn't like the guy <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he creeped everyone out. You have to admit. Yeah, it was, yeah. the girls in there were like, "Please don't leave me in here. Please don't leave me in here." Yep. I remember this one girl begging me. She literally begged me to stay because it would have just been her and Ron in the room. <laughs> She's like, "Please don't go," and I'm like, "I gotta go eat." It's <laughs> <laughs> like, was, come with me, guy. Yeah, he was. There was a, was there was a weird times. vibe around Ron. Who <laughs> was? Well, I mean, he's like a fifty-year-old <laughs> dude trying to dress like a nineteen-year-old. Yeah. Then, well, yeah. yeah I, I can't say anything about dressing though. Like you said, I wore Jenkos. Yeah, I'm not so. gonna. Yeah, exactly. I'm and, not gonna and Clark them. can't say anything. He wore flock, flight goggles with missing <laughs> lenses. Forgot about those. I had a I'll lot never of uh, low-altitude low, uh, maneuvers. He had both lenses, and he, we're drinking. He has flight go- a flight cap on with the goggles. He has both lenses in, and then he turns, and then he turns back, and one of the lenses is gone. And I'm like, what happened to your lens? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> you weren't even concerned about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Know. No, yeah. Like I said... Um, or <laughs> you don't even remember. <laughs> oh, I I actually do remember that. Do oh, you yeah. remember that? I do. Yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember, I remember that. Like, where's your where's your where's your lens go? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, I still don't know. Matter where of went. fact, like I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know where I went. <laughs> I remember when you you lived in that weird dorm, the one, the brand new one right yeah. behind us and they had that weird staircase the spiral staircase in it yeah and in your room wasn't it in your room or something i don't know it was in the uh it was between it was like um oh god yeah so this was the this was the town home yep. uh, yeah and so on the on the first oh well okay you go up to the third floor you enter the room and uh on that on that floor is like a common space, and then mm-hmm. two bedrooms and a bathroom, and then there was a spiral staircase up. Yeah. And up there was my bedroom and a second bathroom. Yeah, I remember coming in there. I'm like, you got a fucking staircase? What the fuck? Oh, oh no, it was. You know, I got that backwards. You you entered in on the third floor, and there was a living area and one bedroom, and that was where Ken lived that semester. Oh, yeah. And then you go up the spiral staircase, and I had a bedroom. There's another kid up there. I think his name Rick. was. Rick, yeah, Rick. Ready Rick had a bedroom Rick. up there. Yeah. And there was a bathroom up there, too. And so, yeah, so there was a spiral staircase connecting the two. That's funny. I remember that. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? This is sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a weird roommate, here. man. Our dorms just got normal stairs, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like I said, 
poor choices. I could have stayed. <laughs> I should have stayed. I should have stayed with you guys. Yep. Um, <laughs> and uh, and I thought I'll get this. I'll get like this room all to myself. It'll be fun. Um, nope. And was it, it was. Not? I mean, it was kind of fun. I played a lot of Metal Gear Solid in that room. Um, yeah. I rem- well, I remember it being hard to get into that that dorm. It was brand new, and they had it yeah, locked down new. security-wise. And I remember, like, nobody going there to party or anything because you couldn't get in the fucking dorm. <laughs> right. And when you go, there's Ken with his wrestling on Girls Gone Wild tape, so you're like, forget this. I mean, yeah, that was bonkers. But Jody wrestling had a, on Girls Gone Wild tapes. Jody had a room in that, in that uh, place, too. Because she was her, she wasn't an RA for that semester. Oh, yeah. Um, and so she got a room with a bunch of old, like, uh, also ex-RA roommates. And so they, huh. they just all were like, yep, we don't have to follow the rules no more. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then they proceeded to pretty much follow the rules um, all the way anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember ever seeing Joe not follow the rules. I don't even remember ever seeing her drink. She was uh, <laughs> she drunk once. And that then was again, like she's probably staying way far away from us. Yeah, so senior walk thing or whatever that thing was. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's the only time I remember ever oh, seeing her drunk yeah. ever. Yeah, and that was, like that was funny. accidentally ran into her. The senior yeah. walk. Yeah. I do remember the senior walk. I wasn't, yeah. uh, I didn't drink for the senior walk. Because I wanted to, I told her like, you go out and you you party, and then like, if if you ever need anything, just call my room and I'll come and get you or whatever. Yeah. Because she was like, she was like, I want to party and I kind of want to like, you know, just go with the flow. And I'm like, yes, do it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. You know, do just it. go wherever the <laughs> wind. Like, I do that every other night. So yeah, I'm I'll like, just I take do that. Night off. Yeah, I do that like do every it. Thursday and Friday and Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, Monday, exactly. Tuesday, and Wednesday. So <laughs> you go ahead and and you do that. Um, that's pretty much how we lived there. So, <laughs> see, I, I was a, I was a bit better uh, by senior year, but still pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair. That's a fair assessment. <laughs> a, a little bit better, but still pretty bad. Um, but uh, but yeah yeah. So um, they they had that they had that room in the in the townhomes, and they yeah they pretty much like back in the day um, if you had to if you had to throw a, a label. Um, I would say Jody was right up there with the label of uh, lawful good. If this was a Dragon's game, and yeah. probably I was chaotic neutral. <laughs> and I think I've pretty much, I think I've pretty much done a 180. I'm doing like a lawful good now, and I'm pretty comfortable with it. Nice. <laughs> so like, like, but and she, and she is now. I would say she's like changed a little bit. I think now she's more like a chaotic good. Yeah, chaotic good. <laughs> chaotic good. Yeah, she's got to make up for so, lost time, man. Got to get a little chaos in there. Well, it's midlife. I, yeah, it's midlife. I'm still a little crazy, I think, but I don't. I don't drink or act out anymore. I just like am just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I just put it in artwork or something, you know. Like I'll design messed up shit to fuck with people. <laughs> oh man, I love you. I love your stuff. I every time uh, we have a visitor over to the house, I show off my halucha reef and I show yes. off my Lego. And nice. uh, it just—I have a lot of fun. Uh, just because I see they're in—they're in like a, right between my kitchen and my living room, so I see them like ten thousand times a day. Um, yeah, I just—I'm sitting I, right I, next to—I got a drawing from you right next to me in yeah. my I got, studio. I got oh, your nice. stuff on my, my wall to go into the basement. I work out in my basement, so oh, oh, oh just uh, just a little uh, 
<laughs> little humble brag. I don't work out in the basement. Yeah, I work out in the basement. Deal. Yeah, no, no big deal. I do push-ups, <laughs> crunches. I'm getting strong. Yeah. Yeah. No big deal. That's I'm cool. A big boy now. <laughs> Where's the gym, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Adam, I got your, I got this skull, um, the paper mache decorated skull that you that we. Oh yeah. Years ago, I got Sweet. that right above my drafting table here in the in the office. Nice. So, surrounded by your guys' stuff. That's great. Sharif, I need one of your pens, bro. Yeah, we have to I'll do a pen trade. Yeah, I'll send you some stuff. Sweet. Uh, we gotta get Clark into the pin game so we could trade pins with him. No too. shit. You need to be in the pin game, dude. It's basically money. <laughs> You're just printing yeah. money. You are, dude. It's <laughs> sick. It's you gotta try it. So, like Clark. I, so we go back to his art thing real quick. So, what would you consider your title? Like, if someone's like obviously artist, but like, would you say you specialize in a certain um, field or anything? Well, I, these days I'm. I do a lot more writing than I do art. Although I am planning a, um, I'm planning a comic book. Uh, to kind of write and draw, nice. Um, but I'm so like anxious to start it because I haven't done a, a comic of my own like ever. <laughs> I've done like one, you know. Um, so it's it's difficult. Um, but yeah, no, I got the yeah, one I, you did. I don't think you which one? It, uh, was it the vampire one? Oh yeah, no, yeah, I like drew it, long, but I didn't write it. Yeah, the the only thing I've ever written was um, this this dude um, Francesco uh, Francavilla. Um, he invited me to do a uh, an anthology with him of like old like public domain like silver age uh, characters. He was like, "I'm getting all my favorite artists and writers together, and you know we're just we're gonna do these weird public domain characters, and so we could just put together the anthology." And so I went looking for public domain, you know, comic book characters, and uh, I was like, "Ooh, this one sounds awesome!" And her name was like, "Oh, Miss Crimson or something." And she was kind of like the shadow, except she she was female, and her trench coat was like red instead of black. <laughs> like, it <was> awesome. <laughs> like it was really it was really neat. I don't I can't remember if that's exactly what her name was because I didn't get to do that because I talked to him and he's like, oh I'm sorry, this other guy already picked Miss Crimson. And so I was like, all right, who else is out there? Who else is out there? And Samson was in there. I was like, oh, I'm doing a Samson comic. <laughs> so I wrote, so I looked up what Samson was in the comic, and it was just ridiculous. So I looked up who Samson was in the Bible, and it's even more ridiculous. And so I did. I did like a, uh, so you keep, do you keep like all your notes and stuff on old stories? Because there's like this one story you're telling me, in, yeah. like back in college, that like for whatever reason, it always sticks out of my head. It was like a okay. weird ass shit where you had the dude playing like an organ, but like the organ is made out of bones. Ugh. Oh, like in Goonies. Yeah, and so but now it was weird. It was like you went into this whole thing. I was like, man, this dude's creative as shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you were just did, watching Goonies. You, you did you you always you always read you always read a lot. Out of all of us, you yep. you always or have read a lot because you always were telling us stories about shit you've read and stuff. I remember out of everybody in college, you were always telling us Yeah, you always had these, stories. like, weird-ass stories, but, like, in a cool way. No, seriously, like, you are like, dude, I read this shit, and you were tell us all about stuff. You were like, Google before Google. <laughs> you were like, dude, well, don't do that, because if you drink that, you'll die, Adam. And I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> well, I'll tell you the truth. Like, um, when, Adam, when you, when you contact me and you're like, oh, we do a podcast for artists, you should come on and do it. I'm like, yeah, I kind of, I kind of do know how to do art, 
<laughs> I don't do a, I don't do a lot of it. I don't do a lot of it anymore. And it was like it was like um, I don't know if you remember like just a couple years ago. I think maybe this uh, maybe it was 2017. Um, there was like back to back, like just kind of really flashing red light warnings about like the end of the world, <laughs> like climate change is going to like obliterate mm-hmm. uh, life on the planet. And uh, yeah, I kind of was just like, uh, you know what? I might, I'm just like, I'm thinking I'm going to check out. And I didn't like, I didn't have the desire to like create anything. And so I just started like, oh, what am I even going to make? in like the next 10 years it's going to be worth a damn and so i just started like i'm like there's so much stuff out there that these like masters have created that i've never even seen or read so i started like just consuming like top 100 lists of of novels and nonfiction and like yeah. cinema and stuff and like you know music that i've never listened to before and i'm just, i really haven't done a lot of artwork in the last couple of years because I've just been like I, I'm just going to have like you know I'm going to die and my last thought is going to be like oh, I should have read more Gene Wolfe books oh well yeah <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know who that is we're okay I'm going to be like I'm going to be like slurping mud like radioactive fallout ridden mud yeah. from a puddle and be like <clears throat> I really should have figured out what was eating Virginia Wolf. and I just you know I just never <laughs> Yeah, I think, like, if it gets to that, you are going to be like, why did I stop and read all that shit? I should have read, like, survival guides and shit. Oh, I've I've read a a, a grateful plenty of survival guides, bro. The problem is is there's there's no survival without oxygen. (laughs) Dude, that was like college conversations. You would tell me how to survive, like, a shark attack and shit. I'd be like, what? Okay. <laughs> well, the first step to surviving a shark attack is you've got to think like a shark. And then, and then, because you can't seduce the shark if you can't think like a shark. And the only way out of that is through the bedroom. <laughs> That's how those conversations would be. I'd be like, all right, <laughs> got it. I was just telling uh, I was just telling the kids one of Barry's uh, ridiculous uh, ridiculous like outdoorsy stories. You know, he used to tell the big you know the big fish stories. Oh my god! Like, yes, I would, I would tell my kids. I told Ella and Colin. Do you know how you know if the bear that's chasing you is a black bear or a brown bear? Oh, Did you man. ever hear him <laughs> do uh-uh. his dad yeah. joke? <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, when you run up the tree, when you climb the tree to escape the black bear, he'll just climb up the tree right after you and eat you. Where if you climb up the tree and it's a grizzly bear that's chasing you, he'll just knock the tree over and then kill you and eat you. <laughs> and they, they were like, Dad, that's not how it would happen. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's what Barry told me. <laughs> that's what Barry told me. A lot of my a lot of my stories for my kids end with that's what Barry told me. <laughs> that's what Barry told me. You're raising your children from stories that Barry told you. That's awesome. <laughs> well, Barry and Tom, <laughs> Barry, Tom, Ed, like you know. Oh Jesus! <laughs> they were they were there at the, uh, at the tipping point in my life. <laughs> All I did was talk, talk shit about Ed's Lexus. <laughs> he would get so upset. He would get, he was so sensitive about his Lexus. He would get so upset. I'm like, hey, nice Lexus. Lexus. I had you living it up, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he's like, he's like, 
shut up. And I'm like, no, it's seriously a nice car. I just, I don't know how you afford it on teacher scholarship or a teacher salary. <laughs> and you got so mad at me. But I just gave him so much shit because he always fucking picked on me. I don't know what he had against me, but Ed always picked oh, on me. He liked you. I know he, he liked your me. Pigtails. Yeah. I know, but he, he liked me, but, like, he literally picked on me the whole time. I'm like, dude, give me, like, a minute to breathe. Like, I just need a second to take a breath. <laughs> like, he picked on me nonstop. And then if him and Barry and Tom were in a fucking room together, I would not walk in that room. Because them fuckers <laughs> yeah. would shred you. If you had Tom, <laughs> Barry, and Ed in a room, fucking forget about it. <laughs> Those teachers would just ridicule you until you felt horrible by yourself. <laughs> they seriously would. They were the biggest hecklers. <laughs> they, they, were, they were like the, uh, especially Tom Rollins was like, the, oh. Uh, oh, man, who's that insult comics name? Yes. Um, who? Uh, I don't know. He's, he just reminds me of like fucking insult the comic comic to insult dog or something. He's just like yeah, one insult, to insult after, Don another, after another. Don Rickles. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Tom Roll. Tom Roll. He was he was awesome. We, I, Jody and I went back and we uh we reconnect with him and Paula in Chicago mm-hmm. like uh oh, was this last year or two years ago? And um He went to Africa and shit. <laughs> yeah, oh he showed us this video of him like petting a lion. Yes, like yes. It was wild. And yeah. um so yeah, so we were we were, we talked a little bit through email, and he's like, "Come down and visit us. We'll take you out to dinner, and we'll catch up." And he's like, "Where do you like to eat?" And I said, "Well, I mean, I'll eat at Burger King. You know, let's just catch up. Like, I don't really care." Like, and he's <laughs> yeah. like, "Dude, would you, do your kids like to eat out? Are they are they picky eaters? Or are they do they like to experiment with food and stuff?" I'm like, "Oh no, they're great. They eat all kinds of different food." So he made plans to take me and Jody out to to dinner somewhere, mm-hmm. and uh, he he was really cagey about it, like um. You could kind of feel him smirking through the emails, like he knew yeah. the secret of where he was going to take us. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I'm like, he's probably going to take us to some great little Italian restaurant down there in, in Little Italy in Chicago or something. And yeah. we got down there, and um, he met the kids, and we we all were talking about old times and stuff. And and then we went out to dinner, and he still didn't tell us where we were going. He's just like, get in your car and follow me. <laughs> so we oh, followed Jesus. him, and he he took us to this place. I think it was called. I think it's called the North Pond, and it's this really, uh, really swank restaurant in Chicago, and uh, it's like Michelin-starred, James Beard award-winning chef, you know, like mm-hmm. the works. And and my kids, they love food, and they do eat all kinds of food, but even they were like, "Whoa, this place is cool," because it's in like a Frank Lloyd Wright designed building and stuff. <laughs> like, it's, it's bananas fancy. And, really? Uh, and just, it was just rad, yeah. And so, like, every, like, the, the meal, like, the menu, everything, every ingredient has, like, a story. You know, it's that kind of wow. restaurant. <laughs> like, it was wild. This was it handed was down from generations and generations. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. Uh, like, it was it was incredible. So, yeah, yeah, we actually caught up with him. But even then, he didn't stop heckling me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, he's like at at the end of the night. At the end of the night, you know, he's shaking. He's, we're shaking hands. We're hugging, and he hugs Jody. And it's like I am so glad that you came out here, Jody. I'm so happy to see you. Um, when when your husband reached out to me and we scheduled this meeting, I actually thought he was somebody else. But I'm glad you happened to come with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he seriously, he was like, 
you know when they have those comedy roasts? Oh, like, yeah. And they roast people? That's yeah. what he was like. He would just comedy roast you over he would roast and you over you. All day like, long. Yes. And I remember him tell, just t- talk, talking to me like the most real person ever because he just – I just talked about making art and being an artist. And he like in a smirking way, jokingly, like fuck with me. Like, oh, yeah, you're an artist. You're a great artist. All right. Like, you know, <laughs> like what, what are you – like you said, what am I going to create that's worth a damn or whatever, you know, after all these masters have already done it all, right? Yeah. You know, but um, I've, I hear you. I was there too. I, went, I was at that point in my life for like three years. I didn't even know what to paint. Or how to paint, or even what to do with it all, and then somehow I just started. After I was doing graphic design for so long that I got sick of it, I was like, I want to fucking paint something. And then I started doing the wood cuts, mm-hmm. and that's why I was like, okay, this is fucking fun. Just cutting them out of wood and then painting them for whatever reason, it made it more fun for me. And then it was because I hate canvases, yeah. I hate wrapping them, I hate doing dealing with mm-hmm. them, I hate buying them. It's like buying a sheet of a four by eight sheet of wood and then cutting it all up in different shapes was just way yeah. more fun <laughs> yeah but like it took a minute for me to get out of my head too where i was like what's the fucking point of any of this but then i was like it's the point for me now is so i don't have to do a, a nine to five <laughs> right yeah <laughs> oh man what, I, like i know we've been on the we've been recording for a while but one like i would love to tell you about this nine to five that i did have for a couple of years um you had a nine to five it was the best job of my entire life oh wow. i was a i was a I was working freelance, but I was like an in-house, like office. I had like my cubicle and everything freelance, mm-hmm. and I, I was working as a colorist, and I was a I was oh. paid by the hour colorist. It was on. It was. I didn't even have to use paints. I didn't even have to use colored <laughs> pencils. It was all on Photoshop. You're a fucking and inker, man. <laughs> I was. I was the best tracer. I was the best you're, tracer. You're a tracer. Yeah, and, you're a tracer. And uh, and man, it was the best. I didn't have like. I didn't go to meetings. I didn't have, like, get emails and stuff from these people. I just went to my boss and said, hey, did I color this right? And she would say, no, you fucked it up. Go back and do it better. And then I would go back and do it better, and I'd bring it to her, and she'd be like, yeah, that's what I meant. And <laughs> Wow. And it was the best job. And I did that for, like, two, two and a half years. And, uh, oh, man, nine to five, it was the best. Well, actually, I'll tell you what. The last year that I worked there, um, the the office closed. The company got bought out by another company, Ugh. and I finished out my contract like working from home, um, because they they lost the lease on the building and shit. But yeah, but man, when I was in the office, it was just my buddy Mike. He came up to me and said, "Hey, you know how to color in Photoshop, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Come in and do this. I really need some help at work. <laughs> We're ready to hire some people <laughs> to help me with this project." Because he was like their web designer, their colorist. He was yeah. their animator. He was their everything. Oh, I know. He's that's like, what I did for Shaw. I did everything. Yeah, yeah. You, when you when you when you can do a little bit of everything, they want you to do every bit of everything. And so yeah. that was that was like the thing. So he said he called in me and he called in our other friend. He's like, "Come on in and we'll do an interview. You'll get the job, and then <laughs> you'll start working, and I can get working on this other shit that I need to finish because everyone here is on deadline because it was like a software yeah. company, and so we uh. Yeah, so all I did was color. I colored and I bullshitted with two of my buddies like all day long. That's awesome. <laughs> it was <Yes>. the best. <laughs> yeah, back when I had started my uh, graphic design job, like it was nine to five, but like at first it was dope. Like I was making, I had a sticker printer. Like I had a vinyl mm-hmm. printer and I could print stickers. Well, I was a graffiti kid. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking in there all hours after hours at night. Like there was a factory. It was open all the- I'd go in there and like fuck with stickers and they didn't care. They're like it was all scrap and shit. They're like, mm-hmm. Oh, you're throwing it away anyway and I just make stickers and shit. 
so at first it was cool, but then I then I ended up being over a bunch of people, and I was a I was a fucking boss, and also the lead designer, and I had to teach people how to do graphic design, and I was just like, what the fuck? And then it got just to be a nightmare. Fucking mm-hmm. hated it. Soul sucking job. Like it got <laughs> so fucking bad, dude. It was I, so uh, bad. Yeah. No, it sucked I, uh, my I ca- soul. <laughs> <laughs> I caught the other. Uh, I caught the other podcast, so I, uh, Whoa, I'm kind of right, dude. <laughs> Can't even tell you. Can't even fucking tell you. you. Didn't even get it the stuff even that wasn't it. recorded, That's, man. The, the best part is, it do, no matter how bad I explain how bad it was, it doesn't even touch on how actually bad it was to work there. It's yeah. just it just was so so sad. Like I would just be so sad all the fucking time. I'm like, because I would come up with this dope ass design. Seriously, like really good. I came up with so many good ideas and good designs for baseball bats and all kinds of cool shit. And then I would present it, and then they would fucking turn it down. And they weren't designers or anything, but then they would put their input in and tell me all the things I needed to change. And then it was stupid shit. And I would change mm-hmm. it because they were the boss. And then give it to them, and then it looked stupid, and I didn't even want my name on it. And then they're like, yeah, that's what we want. And I'm like, yeah, now it looks like shit, and I don't even want any part of it. You know what I mean? Like, well, you're fucking all dumb. You're all fucking stupid. Like, I have... I, if I see these people today, I even tell them they're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I see any of these people today, I will tell them how fucking stupid they are to their face. <laughs> man, so, like... Not too long ago, wow, man, it actually is long ago, but I love telling this story, so it feels like it happened just yesterday. I was doing this little short comic, and it's a, it's like a post-apocalyptic comic, kind of a, yeah. a boy and his dog, or a, you know, Mad Max, or The Road, or whatever. And so the main thrust of the story is, is this guy and his dog, and they're surviving in the wasteland. And um, they're like cannibals and everything and shit, and I'm like, I told the author, I'm like, I'm not really comfortable about drawing cannibals because <laughs> like uh, you know um, I've drawn some I've drawn some messed up stuff like horror stories and stuff and mm-hmm. I had my little I had my little girl was just born and I'm like I'm kind of trying to like rebrand a little bit so what else you got and he's like well I got this flashback story where it flashes back to when the world was still civilized and it's just the, the guy and he's like a young man and he's got his dog and you know it's they go through a normal day and at the end they wake up back in the wasteland he's like you want to do that one like a flashback and I was like yes solid so I do it all out and there's a part where like 101 <laughs> Dalmatian style the guy's like walking his dog through the park yeah. and he meets a young lady and the young lady's walking her dog and uh, the note that I got back on that page was I don't know <laughs> this is these are like his words he's like I don't know how to say this but um you need to convey more that the he's like you got the attractive young lady and they're flirting he's like i need the dog to be more attractive i wrote back to him i wrote back to him what do you look for in a dog <laughs> i got one better i got one better i had a commission this is a legit commission they wanted me to draw and design a sexy bear. Oh yeah, okay. I'm with and you. At I'm first, you. I'm thinking like gay, bear, like a gay, yeah. like you know, oh, yeah. masculine. Like man. And they're yeah. like, no, no, like 
a bear, like, grr. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. so you want me to draw a cartoon bear? No, seriously. They're like, I'm like, so you want me to draw a cartoon bear, and you want me to make it sexy? And and they're like, yeah, yeah, that's that's what we want. Exactly. And I'm like, uh, okay. So, so I ended up doing this pinup girl. Like, I drew, like, a, a, pin, a, like a chubby pinup girl, and, yeah. and then I just made her furry. <laughs> and then turned her face into a bear face. They loved it. <laughs> they thought it was great. <laughs> I thought it looked horrendous, and I was like, I'm, I'm embarrassed that I even drew this. <laughs> I was doing um, I was doing some line correction work, just some like edits on someone else's artwork, um, for this company one time, and uh, like uh, there were certain characters in the in the play, you know, and you got to stay on model for each of the characters. You know, one of the characters is African American, one of them is Chinese American. There's a there's like a redheaded kid, and then there's a blonde kid, and like frequently, um, and they were really simple simple cartoon characters, right? So for mm-hmm. like young audiences, and uh, <laughs> I would get a note like, "All right, can you check out her face on page 57? Can you make her?" A little bit, make that drawing of her a little bit less racist. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, I talked. I was talking about them like, so like a little bit, like a little, little bit less racist, but still a little bit racist. And they're like, well, I mean, you have to know that she's Chinese American. <laughs> so I'm like, clearly, clearly, I'll get that across. <laughs> it was just really funny. <laughs> Can you maybe take off they the knew little it was, cone hat you put on her? <laughs> like, the kimono. They, they knew it was like they knew it was an absurd edit to make, but they also know yeah. like she's gotta she's gotta be like the grounding point for readers who are Chinese American readers. They want they want to represent yeah. in the story, but they can't be quite that racist looking. Just scale it back twenty percent. Twenty percent. Wow. Oh, super I love cool. doing commissions. It was super cool. Commissions are so fun because people come at you with the weirdest ideas that I would never, ever, ever come oh, up with. Oh, I love with. it. I love it. But then you're the artist. That I don't know. I, yeah, I love it because I'm like, okay, here's the challenge. They got some fucked up idea. <laughs> yeah. I got to make it work. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's a, uh, it's it's the challenge, right? Like, um, sometimes people will yeah. will commission you to do something because they just really love, uh, you know, some piece of yours. And they're like, hey, could you draw me of this? Like, just the way that you do. I just want one to hang up in my house. And those are the easy ones, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. then someone will be like, someone will throw throw a real monkey wrench in the thing. And they'll be like, yo. Oh, yeah. Can you do one? <laughs> Can you do me a drawing? And it's like something you've never drawn. Like, and you're like, why did you even contact me? Like, have you seen my work? <laughs> so, like, and so, like, when that happens, um, I quote them, and I'm like, I don't even know how to do this, and I kind of don't want to. It sounds ridiculous. So I quote them a price that's like ten yeah. times what I would normally charge. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And because you're like, I don't want to fucking do this. I do that. Like, yeah. if it's something stupid idea yeah. i'm gonna give you a big price because i know it's gonna take me forever to do it <laughs> yeah. it's gonna take forever there's gonna be a million emails right and mm-hmm. and you're not lots even, of changes yeah lots of change and you're not even really gonna want to show it around when you're done so you're like it's gonna be a one-off i need to nope. i need it to pay off <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah exactly but then but then, but then i get some good the ideas. fun part it's like this guy came to me yeah oh go ahead I was going to say, the, the fun part is when they say, yeah, oh, the, do it. 
and I've just quoted them like kind of an outrageous price, and I'm like, yes. oh, shit. Well, I'm in it now. This is going to be Fuck, some good now money. I'm do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's, all, it's all good money, but like the money, go, the, the greatness about the money goes away really quick when you're in the middle of it, though, and you're like, why did I say yes to this? This is so fucking stressful. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, now I always figure it out. I man, wait some of the these commissions are fucked up. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, right away yeah, the, when I'm like, they said yes, I'm like, why the fuck did they just say yes? That's ridiculous. Don't do that. True <laughs> <laughs> suspect of any group that allows him as a member. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It's like, are you letting me in? Oh, fuck this place! I don't want to part of this. <laughs> so it shows it shows a real lack of judgment on your part for oh, you to yeah. even be talking to me. Yeah. For sure, I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with these people? Do you I fucking think... know who I am? You shouldn't even be talking to me right now. <laughs> You're already in trouble. <laughs> but yeah, it's oh, but then you know, but the, and the other part about commissions that I like. Is when I get a when I get like a good communication and I get like a great idea, um, I like actually like a I, I like that kind of uh, relationship that happens like by the end. Um, yeah. Because th- you know they'll come back or they'll forward your name and stuff and and that that feeling is like really nice. And I've I can, made actual I, friendships like off of yeah. commissions too. Like like by the end of it, you you actually know the person because we've been talking back and forth mm-hmm. for months. Yeah, sometimes yeah. and then then they end up buying more art from you later or they send somebody else to you mm-hmm. like hey my buddy you know wants some art and i don't know over years i got made a lot of friendships like yeah. online i've never even met the people in life in real life ever but like yeah. for 10 years like i've been friends with some of these people <laughs> it's yeah. crazy that's nice that really is nice um yeah yeah i dig that part of it well, I think we talked a lot, guys. Reefer's going to have to go through and edit all this. Right. It's going to be hilarious. He's going to be like Jeez. two weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, you, you give me too much credit. Tomorrow I'll be like, hey, man, I, did, I forgot to hit record this whole time. Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Fucking <bad>. double punched. <laughs> oh, double man. punched it. So, I'm like, you well, want thanks. that edited? It's going to be like $700, sir. Get it. <laughs> no, you'd be like, just do it. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> hey, one time I made a video for um, Instagram. I, I get this. I made this thing. It's overhead of my shop, so it can like record my my phone can record me from over the top, and I can take the jigsaw and cut out whatever I'm cutting out, mm-hmm. and it videotapes me. So I have this crazy design that I'm cutting out. I'm like, man, this is gonna look so cool when I speed this up. And show everybody me cutting this insane design. So I press record. I come down. I do it. And it takes a fucking hour and a half of real time to cut this thing. I go up to look at it when I'm done. I must have hit record twice. It fucking (laughs) record and then I shut it off. When I press record, I actually stopped recording. And so I fucking did that whole thing and didn't get any video of it. I was so pissed off. <laughs> that sucks. I know, but I was like, what the fuck am I going to do now? It's already cut. I ain't going to recut it. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, that's when you uh, you shoot a video of you drinking a margarita. And then you're like, well, I did record this whole thing, but it turned out I didn't record it. So here's a little short video of me sipping this drink. <laughs> right next to the, I should have done that. That would have been good. <laughs> or, no. or whatever, like, uh, not a margarita, but a, uh, a sweet tea. 
<laughs> I did this one step-by-step video thing once. I was like, here's the first part, and I put a little video clip of me like a drawing it out, and then I did another little video clip of me cutting it out. Then I did another little clip of me like priming it and laying out the line work. And then the next video clip is it broken in half. <laughs> because in between, I dropped it on the fucking floor and I it fucked it all up. So then I, I was already posting these things. So I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do now? So I just posted it all broken in half. I'm like, well, I fucking dropped it and I got mad. Threw it against the wall. <laughs> in the video. <laughs> and then I said, fuck this, I'm going to bed. <laughs> and I left it posted like all night. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> a video of you crying and watching like prices right at midnight trying to no, just, just calm a down video of, of a broken piece sitting there and then the words just said fuck this I'm going to bed <laughs> that's all it said that's great I bet you that had like 5,000 views oh people people were laughing their asses off at me they thought it was fucking funny <laughs> I still haven't finished that piece. I never went back and made it. I just said, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I was so discouraged. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. That happens. <laughs> Clark's like, yeah, I fucking checked out of the art world for a while. Yeah, You're I like, did. Fuck this. Yeah. Why am I painting? Yeah. The world's yeah. ending tomorrow. <laughs> it happens. It happens. <laughs> World is in tomorrow all the time, Adam. It happens every day. <laughs> happens every day. <laughs> million, million species going extinct in the next ten years. Ah, maybe we'll be one of them. God willing, <laughs> we're probably going to be one of them soon. <laughs> I feel like the three of us would fucking survive just to spite us. Oh, oh, I know. Man. I like, don't want to like, survive. It's like something happens, like whatever. I, I lived a good life, whatever. I'm like, watch me survive now. Like, <laughs> no shit. And you live to be like 90. Yeah, and you're like, like you, you want to die when you're 50, but you live to be 90. You're like, <laughs> fuck this. And then you're like, I live forever? What? <laughs> I see like those cranky old dudes. I'm like, I fucking get it. I'm not even that old yet. I get it. <laughs> Oh, I fucking totally get it. I'm already that cranky old dude. I yelled at a kid to get on my lawn already. I've done that. That's a thing I did. I was like, "Get the fuck off my lawn!" Was it? Uh, was it your kid? No, it wasn't my kid. Some fuck up, fuck up from down the street, and he keeps fucking putting shit in my yard. He was throwing stick. Like he's this little fucker would walk to school every day, right? And then he had these big sticks. That he, I don't know where he's getting these sticks, but he had these sticks. And as soon as he get to my fucking yard, he'd throw it over my fence into my fucking yard. And then I got to deal with this big fucking stick. And, like, it's not a big thing at first. But when the kid does it every fucking day, finally I'm, like, sitting out there waiting for this motherfucker. And he comes out, and I see him toss it one day. And I go, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> Get the fuck out of my yard, you little fuck! This kid, like, like six years old, took off running. He didn't even go to the school direction. He turned out to go to his home. Took off back home. <laughs> took off running. The five-year-old? Yeah. No, he was like thirteen or something. He's a little middle schooler, little fucker. I was, I was picturing a six-year-old also. Yeah, I was like, man, you're oh, that'd be a great. Five-year-old. I'll yell at a five-year-old. I don't care. Get the fuck out of my yard. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's how you fucking know you're gonna be livid to like 110 now. <laughs> well, all I gotta say is a fucking five year old down my street in my yard by herself or by himself. There's something's fucking wrong with them <laughs> or the parents. <laughs> so I definitely yell at a five year old like, "Hey, where's your fucking parents?" <laughs> hey, five year old, what the fuck? <laughs> I yelled at kids today at the skate park. <laughs> so we're we're at the skate so park. You go you, you go to where there are kids so you can yell at them. <laughs> yeah, for real. No, I go to the skate park with my kids and my daughters and we're skating like normal people at a skate park. We get there and there's a there's like fifteen and I'm not exaggerating, there's fifteen kids on razor scooters. But they're little kids and they're not like they don't know anything about a skate park or they don't know any etiquette or anything, but they're there is some babysitter girl that's maybe 17 mm-hmm. should not be in charge of all these children at all. And she is, and they're running all over, but they're just like little kids. They shouldn't even have razor scooters. They don't even know how to ride them. So I'm seeing like kids falling all over the place and they're in the bottom of this 14 foot deep pool that these bicyclers are jumping in on and they're dropping in, like going fast <laughs> zooming around and skaters i'm like these little all i'm picturing is these little kids gonna get hit by one of these big dudes and they're gonna go flying because <laughs> when a 200 pound guy on a bicycle hits a 60 pound kid on a racer scooter the racer scooter kid loses <laughs> so in the bottom of the pool i'm th- i'm waiting for it to happen it's bound to happen this little girl's down at the bottom and this girl that's supposed to be watching them isn't even watching them and this skateboard comes flying out of nowhere and hits her right in the shin and takes her out (laughs) takes her out man she's on the ground crying (laughs) bloody murder and i'm like yeah what the fuck do you think was gonna happen you're at the bottom of a skate park pool and there's kids (laughs) flying everywhere (laughs) i guarantee you one thing that little girl learned a lesson today she's never gonna be in the bottom of a skate park pool ever again (laughs) you're gonna learn today (laughs) (laughs) she learned and the best part is the skateboard that hit her (laughs) was from the um one of the kids that was with that group it was like one of her little buddies (laughs) chucked the skateboard and hit her so like it was part of her it was probably her brother. <laughs> Best part, that skateboard that hit her? It was mine. It was mine. That would have been best. No, I, I stayed away from them. Anytime they would come near us, we'd go to the other end of the, of the pool. We'd just totally avoid them. <laughs> well, if you learned anything from me, I'd be standing there waiting. Like, I don't care. What yes. This like, one kid, dude, the best part, when we show up, okay, the, all the little Razor scooters are there. As we show up, we didn't know what was going on. My girls and I are walking up to the little hill to go up to the skate park, into the park, and it's all fenced off. And as we're coming up, these two bicyclers are leaving, and they've got these pissed-off looks on their face. And all I hear is one of them say, what the fuck, is it Gay Pride Day at the park? And I didn't get it. And I was like, what is he talking about? I get there, and I look down into the bowl and see all the little Razor Scooter kids, and I guess he was talking about the Razor Scooter kids. I don't know. There was nobody else at the park that he was talking about. <laughs> but he was so pissed off. <laughs> like, nobody at that park was happy that those kids were there. <laughs> this is strange. Strange thing to say, though. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> we were all like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> Oh, 
friend you had to be there, man. <laughs> and this babysitter, oh my god, I hope nobody was paying this girl. She, three kids were hurt by the time I left, and I was only there for a half an hour. And finally, we were like, "I'm out of here. I can't take this anymore," and we just bailed. Three of her kids got hurt, and in the time, the short amount of time I was there, and I'm like, "This girl's never going to get hired again if she is getting paid." Oh man! <laughs> oh, my pay grade. <laughs> See you guys later. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, how many kids did you take? Twenty. How many came back with you? Five. <laughs> I think you're fired. <laughs> that little girl's probably not gonna walk for a while. I'm telling you, <laughs> she got hit right directly in the shin with the board. It was going like twenty miles an hour. Oh, yeah. I was just like, why were you? Why were you watching the kids in the skate park pool? <laughs> It just seemed like a bad idea. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. All right. Well, we should wrap this up, but before we go. Good times. Uh, I guess when you're 17, 18 years old. Yeah. So. Hey, so where yeah. do we find you on social media, Clark? we got to do something professional here. Oh, uh, I am on Instagram, and I think it is my name simply just Micah Farader or the at symbol and then Micah Farader. I don't do Twitter do what? Um, because it drives me crazy. Um, and you could find me on Facebook but yeah, we, there's nothing out there's out. nothing <laughs> up on mine really on Facebook. Um, sometimes uh, sometimes you can see me um, sometimes you catch me at the High V grocery store. They got a good produce section. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> sweet produce <laughs> section. Um <laughs> You know what's but funny? Yeah. You're going to laugh yeah. if you're at the fucking high V in the produce section. Somebody's like, yo, I just saw you on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So I just looked it up. I just looked it up. <clears throat> My name on uh, Instagram is Micah Clark Ferreter. Uh, that's me. So Boom. sometimes I put artwork up there, especially if it's Inktober. Um, Inktober. Inktober. You yeah. do go off on Inktober, I have to say. I love Inktober. Yeah. You get crazy on Inktober. What it's what is it about Inktober that you just go crazy about? <laughs> it's because uh, I don't usually draw in ink, um, uh, and so it is really a challenge. And so like, it is just kind of bananas um, to even work in ink. So God, I it's kind it. of it's kind of liberating and fun, and uh, and yeah. So nice. do you use a and, do you use an ink brush or a pen or what are you? Yeah, I use a I use a little brush pen. Um, okay. I use some. Uh, Prismacolor markers. I use some Copic markers, nice. um, and once in a while I'll use a uh, once in a while I'll use a brush, um, but not very often. Um, I got I got a buddy that did Inktober, and he literally he just did the simplest little sketches on an, um, Post-it notes, and he was yeah. selling those Post-it notes for like thirty dollars a piece. Yeah, like, yeah. Literally nice. just just a little sketch on a Post-it note that you would draw as you're talking to somebody on the phone. And then you like, post it, and they're like, "Here you yeah. go, thirty bucks." And I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, I'm there doing something a, wrong." <laughs> there was an there's this awesome artist. Um, I think he's I think he's French, um, and uh, he does this great um, comic book called The Fawn, uh, Yaxim the Fawn, and it's this really cool Euro comic. He hand paints it, hand letters it, the whole nine yards. And for Inktober, what he was doing last year, which was genius, was he was just doing little drawings on um, post-it notes, as you say. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he, he he might add a little bit of a a little bit of a midtone on there, but mostly it was just a really simple line drawing. And they just they, none of them seemed to be anything except for like a little mushroom here, or a little tree branch, and here's a little character. At the end of October, he shows like he pans back from his wall and he's put them all up on his wall in an array, and it's made this enormous forest scene. Oh wow, nice. And and he takes like and he's like, um, if you want to print of all the postcards together, and he's like, this is what the print's gonna look like, and he kind of like showed them all neatly laid out on this you know, like, nice white background, and mm-hmm. you could get a print of it, and he's like, yeah, and it's like 25 bucks, just 25 bucks, you get a print, and you get all this work, fine. Nice. And uh, it was like <laughs> a little, it was like a little scene from his comic book, so people really That's do cool. use it to, they use it to push their brand, to push their product, um, and to just, you know, build momentum and, and, uh, and fans, so yeah. it's, super, it's super neat. Um, I, I really like doing it. Last year, I did some weird uh, make-believe army war thing, and the year before that I did Russian literature. So I tried to pick a theme, but, like, so far my theme hasn't ever been linked to anything, you know, that I was doing later that year or anything like that. So this year I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to link it into this comic book that I'm going to start doing. Um, Nice. But I have to start doing it. That's the, that's the hard part. So. Well, thanks for doing this, bro. Oh, yeah. It's been nice talking to you. Yeah, yeah, geez. For sure. Um, I think I think the reason why we talked for like hours is because we haven't talked in years. Yeah, <laughs> we we should call each other more. We suck. Yeah, this is good. And record it all, um, so we could have record all record, it all. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> record it all. Record it all. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Well, when yeah. you when you when you post this, it's going to be like twenty five minutes long. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna edit all this shit out. <laughs> like, I oh God! I, mean, I hope. I hope you, so. You heard that job. You heard that job podcast. Imagine how much time was cut out of that one for him telling. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. For real. But yeah, oh, you man. can cut that part out. I I I, I go off. I go off. <laughs> Dude, I just black out. I just black out, and I'm like, fuck that job, fuck that place. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> Dude, it's just like a, it's a trigger. <laughs> it was, uh, it was, it was, I was having fun, but I was laughing at that kind of shit. I was like, oh man. Dude, when <laughs> I run into those people I used to work with, I don't even, I'm not even joking. Like, I have like panic, a mini panic attack. Like, I, oh, am I, am I have to, do I have to go back there? Fuck this. Like, <laughs> like it's scary. <laughs> Fucking hated that job, man. <laughs> I'll dig a ditch. I'll do anything. Uh, I'll, anything. I'll dig a fucking a hole. To be hey, a latrine before I go a, back to that fucking place. <laughs> you want a hundred dollar bill? I got a shipping container. <laughs> no, I learned my lesson after Sharif. <laughs> I was say I do it. I don't care. Sharif was like, at the end of that day, I, I'm pretty sure he was like, seriously, do you remember the job we did that day? It was not worth a hundred dollars. He should have paid us like twenty dollars. Yeah, we pa- we just painted that stupid. Thing. There's literally this thing. That was made out of wood that, on a golf that course. Weather that shelter. Could... It was okay. a little weather shelter. Yeah. We painted it like white or something, yep. but literally didn't take us that long. And he paid each of us a hundred dollars. Wow. It yep. made no sense. <laughs> I, could pay I don't this know for why that car we got ride, paid man. so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the whole car ride. I was like, "What the fuck is this? Why are we gonna die?" Do you not We're think about die. that though? Sharif, like now that you're older, like because I do, because at the time I didn't think about it, but now that I'm older, I'm like, why? Why did he pay us a hundred dollars each? We were there maybe a couple hours. Right. It probably took us longer to drive there than do the fucking actual job. Yeah, I think he we left only... for a little bit, 
and then came back and it was done, paid us, and then took us back. And I'm like, how much did he get paid? Yeah, he had yeah. It was it yeah. was it was at Naperville, so I think yeah. it was the park. So he got paid probably pretty good. But yeah. still, like. Two hundred dollars seems to be like that's how much a professional should have got paid for it. <laughs> like, so what did he make off of it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, to to paint that little thing, probably two hundred dollars. Okay, a professional could have sprayed that or whatever. I just think that there's some kind of scam, or he's up to he was up to something. Something was up because there's too many jobs. See, that was the only job you did with me. I did like a hundred jobs at this we did, team, uh, and every job was fucked up. Yeah, we did, we, we did the two. Cause then we, the other one, we, all we did was move drywall. That was it. Dirty Sanchez did that with me, and I, I, I we should get him on a podcast sometime, dude. Because Dirty Sanchez um, went with me, and same deal, hundred dollars. He paid him $100 and me $100 to move drywall. And we moved it down the most insane staircase ever. <laughs> I think and probably, you had to do, like, Jenga with it. <laughs> I think probably what his, I think probably what the game was is he had made a bet with someone that you never met. And yeah. he's like, I bet I can get two kids to die in this house <laughs> in under an hour. And then and he's like, I'll bet you $1,000. And the guy's like, deal. All right, I'm just going to invest a couple hundred bucks, get a couple of kids in here. You know, they're gone, and then I get my money. And then he's like, no, okay, that didn't work out, but now I got a car with no brakes. So... <laughs> you probably had a camera in there, man. Like, that was some scary shit, man. I don't know what my face looked like. Like, as soon as I saw a stop sign or a stoplight, I'm like, fuck, we're going to die right now. And then, like, you don't die on the way Dude, there. When you're like, stopped, all right, what's the job? And he's like, oh, I don't know, go paint that thing. And... <laughs> <laughs> I gotta roll off right. of here. Alright, so that was the episode of Something to Burn featuring Micah Clark Fertor. So check him out on social media at Micah Clark Fertor. And check us out at uh, Reef Musalam and at Burn353 and all your social media platforms. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>